I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. My name is Cupid Valentino, the modern day Cupid, and I just want to say one thing. Happy Valentine's Day. Say happy Valentine's Day. Every day the 14th. Can y'all dig that? Now, when arrows don't penetrate, see. Cupid grabs the pistol. Ah, yeah. Now, now look at here. He shoots straight for your heart. Now, and he won't miss you. But that's alright. Y'all won't believe in me anyway. But. Don't salt the next man. Keep that Lindbergh shit up in the cut like gay niggas and butt. I'm black with people to be mutt. You got a rough first, man. Yo, that's a real aggressive reciting of a Magoo first, man. You tried to compensate for the girls in the gay line with a hardcore flow. Oh, no, homo. Uh, you want me to go? Of course, man. <laughs> I'm waiting on you now. All right, I'm trying to pack my, my Magoo. I got with razor blades, place baits, with Aunt Venus, evap, you ain't this rap. Take heed, a fucking genius. Up in the sky, up high, don't buff fly. Do you smoke crack, Sam? Prepare, go fucking die. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> it's the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house for Thursday on uh, Skype and Vocal for all the people out there that can follow the show. Um, yep, yep. And we have a couple special guests in the house, people that have been on the show before. But, you know, I was like, I want to talk to these niggas again. So I booked them. Yes. That's how it happens. It's that easy sometimes. Yes. Some of my favorite guests. Um, now the yes. first, the first voice that you heard, um, you may know him, uh, from when he was on this show. Uh, you definitely probably know him from Twitter. Um, and you might know him from his own podcast that he has now. Um, 
he goes by the name ty diamond um say what's up to everybody uh mr tyrone diamond ty drizzy what's up <laughs> <laughs> um and you, of course you can follow him on twitter uh ty underscore diamond is that right no, no underscore no, no underscore. underscore all right ty diamond and ty spelled t-y-e and uh he also has his own podcast now which i listened to today for the first time i didn't even know he had one because i never saw him promoting this shit man um <laughs> yeah. but it's uh it's ty diamond presents casual football talk and now the, the reason you named it ty diamond presents is there anything like with tyler perry do you do the show in a dress <laughs> yeah yeah man i'm going to his wedding but nah so <laughs> <laughs> i just Diamond presents because i actually have i'm planning on working on a series of podcasts that i have coming up under that line and um i'm just working on getting the other podcasts getting uh started so that's going to be the, the title ty diamond presents damn niggas is already presenting shit yeah <laughs> God, damn man that's I should have started that when I was coming up, man. I, I was, Vitamins Prime Presents is a good look, man. I, I'm, yeah. <laughs> First, he brought you making that dude almost kill himself on Twitter. Man, <laughs> he, he brought you casual football talk. Now he brings you the family yeah. that prays. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other voice that you might recognize uh you know i call this man an american treasure and i fucking mean it um <laughs> this this dude every, every I, I listen to this dude uh well first of all let me start over i listen I, I read this dude for years on the message boards of sohh and i would go this nigga can't be for real he is really fucking funny but at the same time, uh, you know, he's he's also, you know, just extremely cocky. This must be a personality someone's putting on. But then he did this shit for about five or six years in a row. And I was like, I think that's this nigga, yo. <laughs> like, like at this point, I had to assume that this is just how this dude is. Um, and you may you may have heard him on this show, of course. Um, but more importantly, you probably heard him on his own show uh, that he shares with a bunch of co-hosts. Um, Filling the Lanes. Uh, website coming soon, right? Um, of course, podcast already here. You can find it on iTunes and all that good stuff. Same thing with Ty Diamond Show. Um, it's Trill Mazeroski. Uh, say what's up to everybody, Trill. What's up, everybody? First of all, it's an absolute pleasure to be on with you. Um, you know, I listen to the podcast when I can, but y'all are so fast. Y'all faster than the speed of light, man. I can't <laughs> y'all got seven more done. <laughs> <laughs> But, but I'm really happy to be here. I am Trilly D. Williams, a.k.a. Trill Withers. Uh, but you can't lean on me, but I lose it when chicks think it's jerry curl fluid. My curls lean on them, Pantene on them, that natural sheen on them. And I want to let you know, for the right woman on a lovely day, if it's just the two of us, I will kiss you where there ain't no sunshine unless you got a set of grandma's hands. And if you got them old-ass hands, call me Trilly Idol because I'm showing you the door and dancing with myself. They also call me Axe Rose because I'm about my huns and hoses. And yes, I said hoses. You can also call me, call me Kill Trill because I pimp in quar- quarantine hoes. I'm Kill Trill Lagasse. Quarantine right now. Bam. Oh, oh. And, and the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, he's going to have to do this again in a few hours when he introduces himself <laughs> on his own show. <laughs> God damn, man. This nigga is prolific. I'm going to just introduce myself as spam or reality reality TV because you call me an American treasure, dog. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's crazy, too, man? Like, um, when you do your show later, 
and, and with the with the crew and, you, and you're going through all your nicknames again if you took out all the time you take to do the nicknames you could do seven podcasts just like us <laughs> but um yo man first just i'm glad first and foremost i'm glad to get y'all fellas on man Me too and, and i wanted some rational people because i have some things i want to talk about that i that maybe i'm crazy on and maybe i could talk to some rational people that could talk me out of my delusion you sure now um yeah i'm pretty sure okay um let's do the business for the show of course um you listen to the blackout tips you can find us very easily by going to the blackouttips.com and from there, you can click on the About tab, find everything you need to know about the show. But if you're too lazy to do that, you can go to iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, and Stitcher Radio. Find everything about the show by searching The Black Guy Who Tips. You go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and you leave us uh, whatever the fuck you want to say to us about it, you know, good or bad. And we will read it on the air. Now, no, I said, how many stars, Karen? Five. Five stars only. If you mm-hmm. leave me a four star review, I don't give a fuck if you say it, Rod. I want to find we, you and suck we, your dick. We, I will not <laughs> read that shit. We would that not is not read a compliment. That. that is an insult to e- me. Even if they attach a booty pic to I it. don't give a fuck what's on it. <laughs> it could be a picture of a hammer about to smash a baby. It says, if you don't read this, this baby is dead. And I'm going to be like, well, that, it was already dead when you sent me four stars, niggas. <laughs> um, you can donate to the show subscribe to the show go to our store all from the black out tips you can follow our tumblr pages uh we cook medium and booty pics and jokes the infamous tumblr page that all your favorite people follow yes, but they don't do. want to talk about no mm-hmm. i feel powerful man it's like I, this must be how like uh larry flint felt you yes know? you you you're that secret it's like, yeah, but you all, y'all might judge me in public, but you all got to jack off sometime. Ha <laughs> uh, ha. Everybody be looking, men and women. Yeah. Uh, uh, some girl uh, hit me up. Jay hit me up. Um, She was on the show before. She hit me up on Twitter the other day and was like, every time you post them, I always look at every single picture. <laughs> I was like, I know because it's funny and it's good. What, yeah, yeah, what is wrong yeah, with naked women? Nothing at all. Flint, man, you the low budget. Black version, you Larry Flint, Michigan, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. I'm Larry Flint from G.I. Joe, dog. Um, <laughs> of course, you can call the show 704-557-0186 and talk to us on Saturday mornings. When we do our feedback shows and throughout the week, you can leave us voicemails and whatnot. And you can email the show, theblackgowtips at gmail.com. The official weapon of the show is the taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. Bullet ball extreme. Thank you very much, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Certain guests, I don't even try. I just like, that, <laughs> that nigga gonna do it. I'll just be cutting him off. Yeah. No, wait, I, yo, can I tell you, I finally found out what that was? Yeah, oh, you know what's funny? Here's what's funny, though. We've been just not We've been talking about bullet ball extreme and for bullet ball for, years. for a couple years yes. now. And. Everybody just figured out what it was a couple of weeks ago because World Star Hip Hop posted the link, and apparently niggas are really in tune with that World Star Hip Hop. Yes, man. and people posting us stuff. Hey, I know what it means. Yeah, now. it's been on YouTube for years, but <laughs> yes. but as soon as World, so like I'm finding out slowly which of my friends have that are in that sphere of influence from World Star Hip Hop. Yep, but yep. Go ahead, Trill. Tell me about it. Oh no, no, it's I don't I don't watch um click on World Star Hip Hop because they get me too many times. <laughs> they fuck with that inhuman uh, curiosity that that everyone has. Like they, I saw a video of a crackhead having sex on there. Oh, and I was like, hey, the, what? <laughs> I'm not watching this. And like five minutes later, I had watched it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you like watching that shit, eating chips? Like this is disgusting. And, and at one point, the crackhead actually looked at the lady and said, "Oh hell no!" <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> 
three of them. Yeah, they're crazy. They have a video up there. It's from a few days ago. I haven't watched it, but um, there is a video of a nurse jacking off a, I think it's a handicapped patient. <gasps> and I was like, what is that doing on World Star? But then again, it is World Star. So. That is the kindest. Wow. That's kind. I, I appreciate that. If I ever get in a coma, at least I know that might happen. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, the thing is though, I'm not even judging anybody cause I watch shit all the time, but it's the one thing that everybody's so fucking scared of. Like, Oh shit. No, not world star. I wasn't on that. Mm. Like if I see the shit on world star, I would click on it, but it's just funny now because that's where all, a lot of this new, uh, trend of people going to find it is coming from. I'm not saying that that's what happened to y'all, but that's what, like someone from some heard from somebody from somebody else and a lot of people just kept linking our show to it like rod have you seen this i'm like nigga we yes that we was us that it. came up with yes that. <laughs> yes nothing for war star hip-hop should be we go to the end of the internet so you don't have to right yes <laughs> we go past the end of the internet right lead you you click like you know how some things have warning are you 18 or older it should be like do you still want your personal integrity and pride uh yes or no <laughs> yeah. Like nah, uh, and it's funny because I think when we did it with Shot It Dog, we re-explained what it was because yeah. somebody in there asked. A lot of people was like, "That's what y'all niggas was been talking about." Yeah, go watch the clip. <laughs> that shit funny. I'm if you laugh at that shit, you can fuck with our yes, show. Yes, if, if if you think it's a sad sad story, please stop yeah, this podcast you, right yeah. now. If you cry when you see the bullet ball clip and go, but his dreams, then you not yeah. you not my kind of nah, nigga. Honestly, nah, you just not my type of person, man. He was in the car, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he lost his wife. I'm like, that's what makes it funny. And funnier. she left him with the, with the kids. Oh, oh. The nigga said, I got bullet ball. Um, <laughs> all right. That's all I got. So this episode is my favorite kind of episode because it is sponsored. Yes. In addition to having two of my favorite motherfuckers on it, you know, money first. Um, This is a special offer that Shadow Dog Productions is giving to fans of the show. They are selling audio box sets of audio plays and whatnot. I guess that's redundant. So I mean, what would they be? Video box sets? Anyway, the audio, the the box play, the box sets of audio plays, and you can pre-order them uh, until tomorrow. Um, And if you pre-order them, you get free shipping, Mm -hmm. and they give you a free audio play of your choice. The other bonus of this. They're extending this deal to Monday. Dexter was like, fuck it, man. It was doing well. People checking out, checking it out. They're extending it to Monday. You get free shipping on it and shit. Um, I like free shipping. Yeah, I mean, it's my favorite type of shipping. I said that again. Um, And also, uh, we did some audio plays with them. Yes, we did. We visited them Sunday. Like, in addition to doing our podcast, you know, we're hardworking. So we also did an audio play. And I'm going to see if I can play it for you guys. This is just one of the ones that we did, uh, a really short one. Um, but, you know, y'all might be into it. If not, you know, then if y'all don't like it, don't say shit. Just remember that. Hi, Mar. How have you and Sally been? Wait, is that loud enough for y'all? Can no, y'all hear that? Turn that up a little bit, baby. Let me turn that shit up a little bit. Please do. Uh, there we go. Let me try it now. Yeah, get that bass going. <clears throat> Hi, Mar. How have you and Sally been lately? I haven't seen you bring her to lunch in a couple of weeks. Oh, we broke it off last month. It uh, just wasn't working out. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. It was for the best. I'm already over her. Oh, well, if you ever want to have lunch or dinner or something or just talk or just go out and have a good time with somebody, just let me know, okay? 
Absolutely. Uh, how about tonight? Uh, Mark's kind of sugarcoating it. Sally dumped him because he caught the herpes from a crack whore that he nailed against a dumpster down at the Haynes corner and then gave it to her. First off, it was in my car and, I mean, you're lying! He's got this really big gaping sore right on here. Shut up! That's enough! Yeah, um, I'm going over there now. Nice chat. Uh, hey, so, about dinner? <laughs> yeah, right, outbreak patient. Dude, you suck. Cock blocking, won't you? So, yeah, it's uh, an advertisement for <laughs> cock blocking starring me. Y'all, y'all are real. Like, we're trying to get our podcast sponsored, but I didn't know you you just going to put money in Nick's pocket, just let him star in your short. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good time doing that, too. Yeah. And, it, I, 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 and I think uh, they like my sexy, the, the sexy voice I have. Yeah, that was Karen's. Uh, for those out there wondering what Karen's "come hither" voice sounds like, there you go. Come, come that's that's come Karen on. trying to mack. Come, come on over here, Big Daddy. <laughs> that's Karen trying to mack. Um, but yeah, man. But that that's what it sounds like, and um, yes. you know, we did a bunch of those. We also did one involving a courtroom. Like we did a bunch uh, that of was shit, hilarious. man. Um, so you know, all of them aren't that short, obviously. But those are just a short sample of uh, what we did over there, and some of the stuff that Dexter writes, and uh, and I also enjoyed playing a uh, cock blocker. I never do it in real life, but it was yeah, cool. You was a complete jerk. I'm yeah, it was sorry. cool to be that nigga for once. That, like hey. Nigga, I know what you did, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to tell her all about it. <laughs> so, all right. Let's get into some actual podcasting now that we've done that. Yes, um, but well, don't forget, go to shadowdollproductions.com slash bsets.html or go to our uh, go to our page, The Black Out Tips, and click on Sponsors, and uh, it'll come. It'll take you right there. We have plenty of, uh, plenty of copy for them on the page, and you can click and go directly to their yes. uh, site. And, and thank you guys for uh, supporting Dexter and things like that. That means a lot to us. But um, just to let you guys know, I could be ratchet and sexy all in one. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just wanted to be known. Right. Um, <laughs> Karen, Karen is going to wait till the DMs happen to be like, oh, I need to cut this shit out a little bit. Oh, my bad. <laughs> niggas is always like niggas on the Internet are horny as shit and they don't give oh, a fuck oh. about marriage. They just be like, what's up, bitch? I heard you talking. Oh, why are you acting like this now? You was all about it on the podcast. I heard that audio play. Yeah, you want me, bitch. No, I don't. I don't want you. No. <laughs> all right. No, and quit sending me the dick pictures. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So um, let me go ahead and get into some podcasts. I had some random thoughts that I wanted to tackle this week, and uh, we got some people that I like to get their thoughts on it. Number one. Um, I keep finding myself routinely in this situation, man. I did this at Thanksgiving. Then my mom had her birthday party last weekend. We went to that and I, and we played, uh, they were playing spades. I wasn't playing. I had to do that. I had to do it again. Uh, we couldn't really play spades because we had to go because we had to prepare to do the podcast and go on the road to see Shadow Dog at this audio studio yeah, and whatnot. We'd have been with them to two or three in the morning, yeah. Yeah, plus, yeah, niggas in spades, dog. You can't, like, play five minutes of spades. That's mm-hmm. not how spades work. Nope. If you're winning, you stay because you're winning. If you're losing, you stay because you lost. That's, you just. You just be up till 2 in the morning about to cut your damn aunt and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they be getting rowdy over there, too. Yeah, they be talking all kinds of shit. And it's, when it's your family, it's bad because Faze turns into a, a whole nother type of demeaning Insulting, shit, man. Like, yes. by the end, it's like, remember when I used to change your dirty diapers, nigga? Uh, <laughs> bitch, take this Boston. I'm cutting hearts, bitch. 
<laughs> just like Joy Scott cut your heart in the fourth grade when you wrote that long love letter. <laughs> Remember, she threw it in the trash and you cried all night like a bitch. Renig. Like, damn. Exactly. When, by the time you leave that table, you're going to have a chair booty. When we stand up, like your booty still going to feel like you're sitting in the chair. <laughs> yeah. Be mad as shit, too, man. Nothing uh-huh. to turn you against your relatives like that. Like, Take me out the wheel, nigga. Um, self hate, though, man. It is self hate, dog. You're uh, right. No, I'm just saying, spades in general. I stopped playing it, dog. It's self hate. Because it's <laughs> <laughs> self hate. I all, love spades. spades man. Right. That's know. number one. Second of all, it's, it's not spelled that way. Reneg. All right, mm-hmm. but, but all black people got to say renig. Mm-hmm. And you know what that's about? It's about being a nigga again. Reniggin'. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Agreed. I'm just fucking with you. I'm not that <laughs> That's, you can't listen. I never believed you for a second, dog. It's in your and, blood. And, and, and you know, like what? white, like my brother's girlfriend is white, white man, and we had Karen tried to teach her to play spades. And and I, I went covering. Nothing. I was just like, this is so adorable. There's only one way to learn to play spades, and that's by getting cussed out by your aunt, dog. That's the only way. <laughs> yes, I, I was showing her the general soft way, and we was over there, and I was showing her how to lay the cards out, things like that. And the whole time, the other table was going, "Oh, nigga, take that! Oh, yeah, that's was, what you get." Up top. Yeah, Karen, Karen's like, see, if they play a king, uh, then that means that that when you, when you play, if you just played the ace and they played the king, that means that they don't have any more of that suit and they'll be cutting that suit next time around. So you don't want to play your jo- your jack or something like that, right? And I'm sitting over here like, that is not how it's gonna go at the table, man. <laughs> They're gonna be like, bitch, why'd you play that queen? I was you trying to be nice. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Then you no see the patience. nigga play the king. That's how that and, shit and goes. And the, and, the, and the thing that's fucked up about it is that everybody think all black people know how to play spades. And when they find out you don't know how to play spades, they be like, well, play spades. And then cuss you out because you don't know how to play. Bitch, I told you before I set my ass down. I didn't know how to play. They don't get mad at me. That shit don't matter. Yo, there's nothing worse than somebody trying to teach you how to play spades because that's exactly what they do. They'd be like, all right, just watch us. Mm-hmm. And don't teach your damn thing. And then when you're sitting there, they'd be like, why you ain't play the two? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, deuces wow. What do you mean, deuces wow? I don't understand this yeah, concept. Hell no, man. I've, I've... Usually they'd be drunk, too. You know, so it's like, <laughs> yes. logic is out the window. They're yes. playing some damn and, spades, man. And, yep. and, and it was hilarious. I was teaching her about the kitty and stuff. She was like, yeah, Ron, I just learned what a kitty was. <laughs> yeah, we were, yeah, she was proud of knowing that shit, man. I was proud of her, too. But, like, like I remember one time we were at Karen's uh, family function, and they they were playing space. Man, these niggas start talking about real problems, dog. Like real problems. Yeah, that's you, should you even be sipping that? Don't you have a problem with that alcoholism? I'm like, God damn, where that come from? <laughs> should I, I be I, here? I think that's my cue to leave. Like, I start moonwalking out the back door like Carmelo Anthony in the garden, dog. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that's how me and Roger do, man. That's what I think about me and Roger. We go to a function and fucked up nigga shit happens. I look at him, and, it, and it's funny though because we both got them nigga. Shit about to happen ears, so everybody ears and eyes kind of perk up. I start looking around for him. If I can't find him, I find him. And we 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 do the. I'm not even a dude, but you know how dude look at each other. And everybody get a head nod. I'll tell you exactly what it is for people wondering what it looks like. If you've ever seen Aaron Rodgers look at Greg Jennings and give him that back shoulder pass nod, like mm-hmm, that DB is not on you tight enough. That's what happens yeah. when, 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 when she starts popping off at these Roger family hit. events. I just hit Karen with the, 
um yeah the back shoulder back of the end zone i hit her with that and we get the fuck out man and, and, the, and the funniest part too is that we only gotta be in the same room in the same facility this what's so funny is that i'm like all right y'all i got to go to roger b and we don't need to be in the same room sometimes We're like all right we got to go it's one of the things where it was like break and then we everybody meet each other at the car sometimes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Ooh, nigga, you see that shit about to pop up yeah come on let's go uh, my drunk uncle knocked down a speaker i seen that shit that was the cue <laughs> yeah. to leave yeah <laughs> my grandma started playing i'll be stroking i'll be like yeah it's about time to go time, dog. yes candy, candy yeah. liquor too huh yeah <laughs> exactly yes and then that be getting crunk i'll be stroking i remember the first time i heard that shit at the cookout i looked at them and before i know it i said y'all niggas better not say nothing else about knocking the boots to me no fucking more because this <laughs> shit right here talking about some stand-up in it i don't want to hear nothing else y'all got to say Mm-mm. all right i was an enabler to that like i was kind of young when that stuff was going on so i was just a beer getter or i was the uh the escort to the, the drunk people to get them in the cars and stuff so they could go to sleep well see you 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 that's all right if you have a specific defined role you're safer than just a random child at the shit like yes nobody wants to beat up the beer bringer you know what i'm saying <laughs> but i was just a regular ass nigga dog that was mad as hell about losing his face so I was going to be the first to get cut at the event, man. Um, <laughs> So every family event, I keep finding myself having to re-explain my hatred for Tyler Perry, Steve Harvey, and Tyrese, man. Yep. Oh, man. Every fucking time, man, every I have time. to explain this that shit like to my this shit aunts. is brand new. Like, I don't know if they're just hearing the podcast and they thinking, like, he just ain't yes, heard the right, he just right ain't heard person. the right argument. Ain't nobody something. convinced him yet. Mm-mm. Yeah. But I'm, I'm like, chill, please. Like, and, and it, it's like, it starts the same way every time. It's every like, time. it'll be like, oh, you're going to go see, and it's some random bullshit. Like, Steve Harvey got a book and a movie now. And I'm like, I know it's the worst thing in the world, right? And like, no, it's great. Nigga, you ain't going to see it. I'm like, of no. course not. Why would you go see that shit? What is wrong with y'all? Do y'all now? Do y'all ever have to? Well, wait, y'all might like them. I don't. I don't know. But do y'all ever have to explain that shit, man? Yeah, I had to explain to uh, my brother's wife because we was talking about uh, Tyler Perry's. Uh, Why did I get married? And she was like, "Oh, his movies are so good." I'm like, "No, they're not." And uh, she's <laughs> like, that's just because you aren't married and you aren't in those situations. Um, okay, thank you, ma'am, but I am glad I'm not married to you because that is the most ignorant thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> what what do, what does those two things have to do with each other? Nothing. Yeah, if your marriage is in a Tyler Perry movie situation, leave, nigga. It is over. Man, you better. It's already over. All the situations are all fucked up. It's, it's, and they yeah, always work it out. I got it's, fucked up friends. Everything fucked up. Yeah, it's always some shit like, uh... Yeah, uh, I cheated on her and gave her herpes, but actually she cheated on me and gave me the herpes. What the fuck are, why the fuck are y'all together, man? Yes, and I want a musical that everybody break out in songs. Nah, nigga, this is not time for singing. What about you, Trill, man? Tyler Perry and Steve Harvey. No, nah, I can't put Steve Harvey in that category because I have seen him. Tyler Perry is like Crash. Like, I've never seen that movie, dog. Me neither. There's certain me movies either. I won't see. As soon as I see the preview, I'm like, oh, they didn't make that one for me. You know, the <laughs> Perry shit is like, that shit is ill. And I deal with it in my family. I remember going back home. Um, and when I go back home, I go, I hit, I hit the legit spots. You know, like some of my aunts still live in the projects. I went back there. She had all the bootleg movies, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit. All right, what you got? I seen all these corny joints. And then I seen uh, No Country for Old Men. I was like, oh, this was a good movie. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, you watch these? She was like, I like that, that, that. It was like three Tyler Perry joints. And she was like, that other movie. They need to call that shit no country for no motherfucking body the way they was killing people. I hate that. <laughs> I feel like that's the only good movie in the whole joint, man. But um, I, 
the Tyler Perry shit blows blows me away because like that's some it's some magic shit. Cause I thought maybe it was like you know just one of them joints. Like all right, man, you know what? Poor black people, man. They want to see themselves on screen. It don't matter how they see themselves. They're just happy to see themselves. Maybe it's yes. just that kind of thing. But then I seen like I was dating this one one woman who's a, a stylist, and she grew up with money, and she hangs out with like celebrities, and her mother is white. Her mother loves the movies. I was like, oh shit, this dude got everybody under the spell, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I heard the fire started catch. You know what I'm saying? I get down with them. They yeah. funny as hell. They smart. Yo, they ride hard for TP. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, let me stop you right there because I know it might be a thing if they ever listen to this. Envy ride hard. Like Bossa, he ride hard for Tyler Perry. Them other niggas tolerate Bossa and they tired of arguing with him, so they let him All live. Right. I, Cause I could hear, I heard that shit. I heard that exasperation in their voice, dog. Cause he was like, "Yep." He's like, uh, "Tyler Perry, we gotta talk about it." And then I heard uh, tone. Tone was like, "Mm-hmm, what you gonna say, y'all?" Like he was just like, "I don't even want to hear this shit." But go ahead. Yeah, that's the one you go. With that, yeah, with that, yep, yeah. yep. <laughs> that's I love them niggas. Though. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> Like they ask that they'll ask that rhetorical question that means like I don't agree with you but I'm gonna let you live and they'll say some shit like that's how you feel and then just move to the next topic man they tired of arguing about Tyler Perry man you know what though I, I want to tell you one thing man because I it, I remind I was reminded of it last night when I was talking with Willie D and we were telling stories before the show about my cousin my cousin is a rapper named Cool Keith who became Doctor Octagon he used to be an ultramagnetic magnetic MCs so we had a family reunion in New Jersey whole family from new york but it was in new jersey at a holiday inn we get to the joint a lot of people don't have rooms my mother got 14, 14 brothers and sisters so it's a big family and i'm like damn people ain't got rooms we in the wrong state and then i see the t-shirts dog it's for like the johnson family like we don't crash the family reunion right cool keith shows up with one of them display bottles of hennessy you know how they have those like super quadruple bottles or alcohol <laughs> yeah, he had that shit and when everyone saw that, it was like an Easter egg hunt. Like people <laughs> literally going from room to room trying to find the giant bottle of Hennessy. And this dude put it in my grandmother's room. It was the most genius thing ever by her nightstand. So she's just laying in bed because she's immobile as fuck. She doesn't have 15 kids. Right. And um, everyone would finally find it. They'd get to that door and they'd see that it was right beyond her. And there's no way you could go around mama and take the bottle. Right. So they were like, damn, he got us. And I had known back then <laughs> that that could have made me millions and millions of dollars. That would have been the first Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, and the thing about Tyler Perry that gets me are the people who are like, yeah, well, he just employs so many black actors. Yo, man, drugs employ a lot of black people. That don't make that shit right, ah, dog. That's true. It don't make it good. I'm just like, yo, I don't give a fuck, man. I just, the movies aren't good. I don't know what else nope. to tell you. It's amazing that he built that empire. I'm not even disrespecting how much work he puts into it, but I don't, I don't, like, a volume of work isn't the same as quality of work. And I think Dang. he puts out low quality, high volume work and motherfuckers just accept it on some, he black. And, and that's fine if that's what you're about, but I'm just not about that shit. It's lame. Yo, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be uh, slanderous or nothing, but one of the things that bothers me is people are like, yo, we, we got to have real conversations about blackness in America. And it's so hard to like pin something like blackness down. Right. But That's true. If we're going to have a real conversation, you telling me that I'm going to hear the real conversation from people who are deceiving themselves and others. I can't take no people who are confused about complexion 
and sexuality, closeted, right. lying about their identity, telling me, they telling me to reel about anything, dog. Be honest with yourself first. And that bothers me about some of these filmmakers too. I'm like, man, I don't believe in Oprah. I don't right. believe in Tyler Perry. You lying. Your father <laughs> said you was lying. I seen that joint. I seen that interview. Stop <laughs> lying, people. Yeah, and, and like the other thing too, man, um, cause they're like, well, what about Steve Harvey and Tyrese? I, I don't like, and you know, I, this may be a uniquely me thing or just a certain type of dude. I'm not into the fucking, the dudes that tell black women why they ain't shit all the time. It's yeah. just not, it is not, it's, I'm, it's, it's not insulting. my shit, dog. I, I, my, I have black women in my family. I'm married to a black woman. My mother's a black woman. I, it, call me what you want. I respect them too much to think that you just got the solutions by telling them they ain't shit. And that all the men they fuck with ain't shit. And the only way to get a good man is to trick him and all that shit. I'm like, dog, that, that shit is lame and it's fucking condescending. Like, I don't know if you've heard this video here, um, but let me play this real quick. It's, um, Tyrese talking about, um, <clears throat> being a real man and shit and like, um, giving a message to independent women. Uh, like I said, I don't know if you guys have heard it, but, um, nah, I let me, let me see if I can, uh, play this shit. Yeah, if it's not from Tyrese Wisdoms, I don't mess with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, it's telling me my speaker on mute. Hold on. What the fuck? Me, my speaker's on mute, nigga. Act right. There we go. Turn it up, baby. All right, let me see. You know, y'all are on this independent kick, you know. I don't need no man. I'm independent. I, I want y'all to know the difference. There is a very big difference I like the music in the Dance, background. they playing yeah. church music. Independence in the eyes of a man is when we say we want an independent woman. We don't want a woman that's just holding on to her sexy and nice body to help her get through life. Is this nigga even, is he speaking for y'all? Because he's like, we don't want nigga. You... When, a, when a nigga's trying to be sexy, but he just sound like he swallowed a frog and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Is he about to start singing? <laughs> I told you it sounded like a church song. I want, I'm want. i looking for the choir. Um, you don't want to work. You don't want to go to college or school. You're not inspired to do anything on any level to try and help further yourself. You just want to be sexy and freeload. <laughs> Nobody wants that. I'm mad at this background music. Yes. I, I can they use some of this up. shit for any time I'm about to say something dumb as hell. <laughs> as a man. And then some women are so on this independent kid, they end up alone. You're going to independent your way into loneliness. Independent way into loneliness. He burned that shit, dog. This Thomas Jefferson ass nigga, man. What, what you go independent. Like, yeah. what you know about being a fucking independent woman. Think of coke and shut the fuck up. Man. Exactly. And I don't she ain't going the back of the bus. Being independent and staying sexy. Right. See what goes together. What you say, Karen? Get on the back. Get back on the bus. Yeah, in the back of the bus. You know, he was a coke man. Yeah. He went to the back of the bus and sang and drank his coke. Oh. He done got in the front and cut the monkey. What you want? You know, at least my dog is happy to see me when I get home every day. <laughs> now, how is that not bullshit, How is that not condescending to compare your woman to a dog who should be happy to see you every time you get home every day? 
Isn't it kind of sending to talk about a man like he's a dog? Because, yeah. you know, some men refer to themselves as dogs. Well, so. if, a, if if it was some woman on a video on YouTube talk calling all men, comparing them to dogs, Tyrese would be talking about her, saying she about to independent her way out of a relationship. And I have a question. These baseball cards behind this nigga in the background. Yes, these are baseball cards behind this nigga in the background. Okay. And they're baseball card wallpaper. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. yep. This is Tyrese's house. Okay. that rabbit will never be able to replace what a real man can do for you. He's talking about the vibrator. Sex toys. Yeah, he's scared of them sex toys, ladies. <laughs> Tyrese will be intimidated by don't, your sex don't, toys. Don't be scared of the sex toys. Don't be scared. He think it's going to replace him, Karen. Mm-mm. He's intimidated. Uh-uh. It, it won't replace you. Mm-mm. I so, promise. Stay independent. Get your own. Have your own. But nobody wants to be alone. Period. And I know there's a lot of men out here. Is he about to start crying? Playing on both sides of the fence. It's confusing. There's a lot of homosexuality going on out here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh he looks like he's about to start crying, dog. Well, at least it's, he sound like it. It's a lot of homosexuality out here. Yeah. I know. I've sucked a dick or two. Yeah, I know my throat sound like it. <laughs> How you think I got on Transformers? Yeah. <laughs> Think that shit was from acting? Be for real. Oh. I get it. It's a lot of frustration that a woman women have. There's a lot of man's man still left. We're out here. We're waiting. We're warning. We desire you, just like you desire us. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He's speaking for man's men's now. In case that is one of you guys. Um. Uh-huh. And uh, also speaking for all the independent women. Just don't give up on us. <laughs> Stay. That's why I wrote the song. That is your open invitation. That's my open invitation. Give me a shot at your heart. Say that again, Trill. This time, it's uh, it's promo for a CD. That's all it is. Yeah, oh, he's promoing it by dissing black women. This is the only way he knows how to promote anything. I got a book. Get out your own way, bitch. (laughs) Don't you kind of think that, like, he he's the answer to the question of what if Sticky Fingers was an R&B singer? <laughs> <laughs> he does sound like that nigga right now. <laughs> it's only like for 40 more seconds. Let me see if there's anything else download, worth laughing at. Um, you can download it worldwide on iTunes. It's at Best Buy, Target, FYE, Walmarts. It's everywhere. Did he say Walmarts? <laughs> you have to do to get a hold of it. Do what you have to do to get a hold of it. Oh, trick trick your way to the Walmarts. I thought you thought they shouldn't be money grubbing and just relying on their sexiness to get by, Tyrese. Yes, while he's talking to a woman that is showing her boobs. Do what you have to do. Suck a dick. Uh, blow a nigga, toss a salad, whatever you have to do to get a hold of this album. That's what I did to get on top. <laughs> this shit is gonna be fire. It's rough though, man, because um, I never thought I'd have so much sympathy for women when I was growing up. But like at this point, I'm just like, damn, how much fucked up shit you gotta do to women, black women? You know, it's like when you get up to a certain echelon, ain't no black people left, ain't no black men. Right. And these black women, when a man is successful. Like, my homegirls always be telling me, like, you don't want to fuck with a corporate black dude. He could have been the nerdiest dude ever. But he knows he's one of, uh, like, ten motherfuckers in the world. Yep. So he's telling you, you ain't shit while he fucking, like, 17 women and shit. Yep. And every chick that has, and this is a true story, man. And one day I'll just have to do a whole show on this. But every dude I know that has ever gone to Atlanta 
thinks they're a fucking player when they get back. Every yeah, we gotta talk single about that. one. I'm talking about niggas that could not catch a chick if she fell in front of them <laughs> walking down the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, honest to God, like dudes that I laughed at coming up like, man, this nigga. And they would come back like, yo, man, I'm telling you, man, first of all, when you get a bitch, you got to tell her. I'm like, what, nigga? You you never were getting anything to be talking to. Like, how are you even going to use that word coming out of your mouth? It don't even sound right. But mm-hmm. dudes, like you said, they get a little bit of status, a little bit of something, and lose their fucking minds a lot of times, man. And then that, the whole time, they're condescending to women like it's their fault. Like, if y'all would step your game up, then like, nigga, it has nothing to do with them. At all, at all. And I think the thing about it, too, is that if a woman calls out, I'm like, nigga, you're full of bullshit. All of a sudden, she's the aggressive, angry black woman. No, you insulting me. Yeah. Niggas be having, like, two families and shit. Like Separate families, too. Man, most of these niggas don't actually want a woman. They want, like, they have this fantasy where they walk into a room and 50 women applaud. Yeah. And they all like, that's that nigga. But really, they just want a remote control hoe at home. Yeah, so and they, they, so they go out, get the applause, and then they hit their buttons, and be like, "Give me that hand job." Then they'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then under the and then they and then under the auspices of trying to you know help them, they just condescending to them, and then putting the shit right back on the women, like fucking with their minds, like, yeah, you know, if you would just cook for a nigga and be happy like my dog when I come home. I wouldn't be fucking 17 women. It's like, nah. Like my I dog, think... nigga, fuck your dog then. I ain't the one. <laughs> All right, man. So hey, That being said, I will. I do not date black women, period. Of course not. No, I'm just fucking. No, of course I, I, not. I, I understand. I, I understand. We, we could be a little bit aggressive at times. Yeah. I mean, you think I want it, Karen? No. I had, I've got tricked into this. He had to settle for me. She said she was pregnant. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I did not. Um, so uh, uh, I, I was watching some MSNBC before I came up here, uh, only because I saw my homie Insanity Report on Twitter, and he was bitching about NBC, uh, MSNBC, and I was like, I got to see this shit. Um, and I didn't really listen because I was preparing my notes for the show and shit. I didn't have time to really pay much attention, but I did notice the whole, you know, I, like I'm starting to tune it out, but you know, two pundits were on and they were fussing at each other and, you know, and then the host comes in and then they have to go to break and shit, right? Right. And I find it very fucking annoying and I don't, and I've always found it this way. I don't know if you guys do too, but specifically political shows, I find it very annoying when two motherfuckers go at each other real hard where it's like, yeah, uh, you for that abortion? Yeah, I'm for abortion. Well, fuck you. Well, fuck you, you baby killing <laughs> cunt. Yes. No, fuck you, you liberal whore. You know all that shit. And then they laugh at it all. They laugh it off like they cool with each other and go to commercial. And I and they are cool with each other. Yeah, but I hate that shit. Like you couldn't even respect the audience enough to fake it to the commercial. Like you just you stopped. You pulled up lane with five yards to go and did your Deion Sanders end zone touchdown yes. dance and trotted into the end zone, man. Like it. That shit, I don't understand how people can watch political arguing on TV and be entertained like that shit is, is cool, man. They're arguing about serious shit. It's not about, you know, if Tebow is the best. They're arguing no. like, you know, should motherfuckers be able to get unemployment? Yeah, shit. And at the end of the shit, your unemployed ass is getting laughed at when they both go, well, fuck you. Well, fuck you too, nigga. Yes. <laughs> Let's sell so, some products. Yeah, so yeah. should people have insurance? Should women have the right to abortions? Shit that really does affect you. Yeah, this odd that the motherfuckers laugh that shit off, man. Yeah, uh, they don't have to go to those problems. They don't have to worry about all that stuff. So that's why they can laugh at it at, at the end of the day. Yeah. And, you know what? Two things. One, I, I used to work in civil rights, 
And one of the things that bugged me out is, is what you're saying. Like, these people will go hard at each other to the point where they're, like, you know, dressing each other down, talking about, like, yo, dude, I don't even know if you black anymore and shit. And then you'll find out, I remember it was Amiri Baraka, a.k.a. Leroy Jones. Mm. <laughs> he was him and Stanley Crouch. I don't know if y'all know who Stanley. Oh, Crouch I know is. Stanley Crouch. Mm-hmm. I, I saw the, the that Oprah episode. Oh, he's the he that motherfucker is the director of the Embassy of Tom Coonery. All right, um, <laughs> looking at him in the morning, touching his picture above his mirror, like I will be you one day. <laughs> so you my dream. They went hard on each other, and I was talking to this other cat about it who was a journalist, and he said, "Please, Amiri and Stanley hang out on the weekends." I said, how is that possible after that? Because if that was my brother or my cousin, I would fuck him up the next time I saw him. You tell me they cool? <laughs> and it just goes back to the fact that human beings, too many of us have something like really sick in our DNA. Like anything that, that we see, we will find a way to make a profit from it in America. Man. Oh, yeah. Anything. Like it's crazy. Yeah, that shit. <clears throat> it's just disgusting to me, man. And especially when it's about politics, man. Like, it's already a little weird when it happens with sports. But, you know, everybody argues sports, and we all, you know, know to be cool. My dad's a Duke fan. I'm a Carolina fan. We, you go to the cookout, you, you you talk a little bit of shit about who won, and then you eat your fucking ribs yes, like Jason Whitlock. But not yeah. on camera, because that's fucking the coonery. But, um, <laughs> but, but and, then it, and then it passes over. But, I don't know, politi- politics just seems like something where if you're arguing it, you should believe it. Yes. You know, like it just—it just seems like that. I'm not saying it's true. It just—it seems like it. one of those things. If you're gonna be calling somebody an elite, liberal, left-leaning, uh, Democrat whore, you should probably not ah. like that motherfucker in real life. You shouldn't be like, "Hey, we man, should be going to drink beers, right?" So you still trying to get up after this? So what? <laughs> like, no, fuck you. Um, also on Twitter, I saw this last night. Um, apparently, Young Jeezy's album leaked. Young Jeezy. Yeah. That's right. Oh yeah. Uh, so <laughs> he the king of coonery. So um, I see a lot of people were let down by Young Jeezy's album. Let down. I guess there Mark- was nothing. There's no standards. You, you act like this nigga was prolific. <laughs> right. What, that's, what the hell is he gonna say? That's my question. Is how? How do you get let how down? How are you disappointed by somebody that ain't got shit to say? <laughs> my thug motivation. Come on. Like how do you get? <laughs> like. How- how do you possibly get mad? How do you even drum up the emotion to, to be excited angry. or to be angry? Like, yes. like I couldn't understand that shit last night, man. And maybe I'm a snob, and I, and maybe but I'm just tired I, of being humble because I, I am I, a snob. I, I haven't really talked about it a lot. It's certain shit I don't listen to. Period. I'm sorry. I can't fuck with Gucci. I, I, I can't fuck with Jeezy. I just, I just can't. Well, like I'm, I mean, I'm gonna take it to another level, like. I feel like that music is like whack. Like it's yes, like I'm yes, not even trying is. to, and I'm not trying to be on some. I'm not trying to high side on y'all. No. Shout out to my boy Reb. Shout out to uh, Phil in the lanes, Big Chi. But um, I'm not trying to high side on folks, man. That's why I normally don't bring it up. But like I, I do lose a little respect when niggas be like that. Jeezy let me down, dog. I'm like that shit is whack. It's, you should feel let down that let you you, down. you downloaded that shit. It's not worth the <laughs> bandwidth, dog. No, it's not. If that if shit you tied up you, your iPhone with. Come on. Yeah, if that shit took you five minutes to download and ten minutes to figure out it was whack. I then that's your fault, dog. I don't feel no sympathy for you, man. Now it's different if you were to tell me like, yo, I know it's whack. I just like it. That's a whole nother story. Yeah, like I, like, I, I feel I used like to be that. like that, like with uh, the dip set. I'm like these niggas ain't talking about shit, but but I like it. 
you know what i mean if you came up to me and was like yo dipset is whack i'd be like you right yeah <laughs> like what can i tell yeah, you bro i'm still bad, gonna listen you know what? bad Those shit i like self parody though like they'll be like talk about being in a canoe like mr magoo you know like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit is comedy like the jeezy shit and the gucci it's just straightforward as hell yeah it's deadpan ignorance it, <laughs> and, it, and it's no there's no cleverness to it he doesn't even do um for you know hip-hop heads he doesn't even do multi-syllable rhyming Mm-mm. like maybe two syllables you know what i mean like maybe two, like dude to just be like dude to just come through and be like i cook it up in the pan like like snow and you like okay it's like then it's i like gotta that. blow like oh man you yeah can't, we can't cook and, it in the pan like bacon and his bacon ad fries. His, his ad libs remind me of uh that skit on the Chappelle show where the dude was freestyling and then when he got done with his own freestyling nobody liked it he was like oops pal surprise it, <laughs> like that's how his ad libs feel it's, it's like he says a real simple ass line and then he'll just be like uh yeah, that's right. I'm like, dog. That's not right. No. That's, that's that's wrong. Whack. That's wrong. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of that. That dude, is whack. Man. You know. You know what? I get in so many arguments over this, but I blame. There's been whack rappers for years, but it yeah. wasn't until one rapper proved you can have no talent at all and break every essential rule of hip hop culture and also cake like a motherfucker on it. And that's when everybody realized they could do it. But it was Master P, dog. I was mm. going to my grave saying, oh. Master P was, was nah, out there talking nah. about, I'm about that drama. Whoa, they, I'm about that drama. <laughs> yes. One-way tickets to the Bahamas. I was like, what the fuck? You giving niggas a trip to the Bahamas? Right. <laughs> Let me show you how real I am, nigga. Here's your ticket. Like, that's the other thing, too, man. Because some people are going to be like, well, you just saying that because you're old. Nope. Actually, when I was in college, at the height of the Master P about it about it phenomenon when my like my homecoming i went to one of my homecoming step shows these motherfuckers played that no limit the entire fucking time every like between the shows the backup for the music for the fucking show everything was straight up like yeah yeah uh uh let's put that uh let's put that uh you know that, that let's put some of that Mia X on. Okay, cool. That shit off. Okay, let's go ahead and put some of that uh fucking uh mystical on. Okay, let's put something like by the end it was nothing but fucking no limit. And I was like, yo, this shit whack. I left the show early. Yeah. Like, cause I seen niggas getting crunk to it, and I felt disgusted and, with and it was hot everything was that school. was happening at my school. And I went to the Harvard of Fayetteville, dog, Fayetteville yes. State. Yes. So, yeah. I, I mean, I was like, the this ain't the crop. This ain't Fayetteville Community College. Yeah. This how y'all get down? So I, I'm not a fan, dude. Percolator. Like I've always been a little offbeat for um, you know, for for where I'm located at and shit. Like I've, you know, when I was like in sixth and seventh and eighth grade, I was fucking with Tribe and the whole Jungle Family. You know, when niggas down here was just listening to like uh Luke and shit like that. So I've never been one of them dudes, and I try not to judge people because I know so many people that listen to it. But every once in a while, I catch them niggas judging me, and. <laughs> And I get a little indignant inside. Like, when a nigga is telling me how I should be able to understand why juvenile is hot, you can't Ooh. diss, you can't diss Childish Gambino, dog. I'm sorry. You can't diss Eminem. I'm sorry. You can't talk shit about Kendrick Lamar. You can't. 
Because these niggas are better than that shit you listen to, man. <laughs> and I'm tired of being humble, man. I feel like Ray J, man. I'm tired of being humble about this shit, yeah. man. Man, you got to get back to back on these fools about yeah. this. Yeah. Ride on these niggas. Yes. I'm saying, man, did you ever hear We Ain't the Same by Mr. Servon featuring Moby Dick? That was a No Limit classic. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Or no. um, oh, C, uh, C Murder. Checking that out. Don't forget C Murder, whose fucking confession was in the name of his uh his, his, his pseudonym. Well, well, I yeah. can tell, well, me and Ty can tell you firsthand, these niggas did some terrible, terrible ass movies that are on Netflix. Oh, yeah, y'all part of the problem now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah. No, they ain't rapping. They ain't rapping now. Nah, y'all part of the problem now. <laughs> I take Karen got to take back everything she said, dog. No, I don't. I ain't said them niggas was good. <laughs> I seen my Netflix suggestions. <laughs> oh, shit. That, that shit, that I, I forgot about that. I was giving Karen a pass. You one of the dudes. Yo, but, but I'm, I don't want to belabor the point. But can you tell me one thing that Master P ever did well, except for like marketing? Because like you know, sometimes a dude is whack. Yeah. But he appeals to the women because he's so good looking. Well, sometimes his hairs just fly like mine. Right. But Master P got a mop on his head. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even his hair. You know, like, he's not even, like, some sex symbol. The dude can't really even speak. Like, his his fucking raps are horrible. He bit off people. I'm mad about this shit, dog. Why you have to remind me? All right, man. I'm glad ah. uh, you reminded me. I forgot about the Master P era. But you, that was the point in hip-hop where I was really having a hard time talking to niggas, dog. Like, that was the first time in my life where it was literally like, I'd be like, yo, man, did you see Rockers just dropped the collection, man? Shit got Talib on it, most deaf. And no, nah, nigga, we fucking with this Master P. Ah, man, ah. get the fuck out of my room, dog. Yeah, <laughs> yes. My situation of growing up with that is like, he was like, you got the new OJ? I got all six mixtapes. What? Juice <laughs> <laughs> Man made six mixtapes and you got them all? What? Like, why are you doing this? Oh, why? Yes, why, why are you fucking with me, you know? Leave me alone. Oh, man. that. But you're right, dog. That's where it started, man. Yes. And, and we grown, so it's different. But when you in college and that shit is was hot on campus, oh, my God. It and, I, you know, and, and for for the record, I get it. Like, I get the, like, Okay, I was at the club and then like uh Get Low came on and this chick with a fat ass did something to my penis that has never been done before on a dance floor <laughs> ah! and now I like that song. I get that. But you would never catch me in the car by myself listening to that bullshit, dog. It's just going to be that I remember at the club. I hope it comes on when I'm at the club, dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's so it. I get that tingle again. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit, man. Anyway, um Oh, shit, speaking of that shit, I heard Mystical and Buster Rhymes got signed to to record deals. Just like, oh, them niggas, 45? No limit, not no limit, uh, cash money. Yeah, cash money, old money. Um, Real okay. old money. Confederate money. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like, I heard that shit today, and I was just like, I'm old as hell, dog. We old. Them niggas old. Like, what the fuck are they punchlines going to be, man? Because, like, they, they should be like, I pull a quarter behind your ear. Oh. <laughs> like, the fuck is these niggas gonna be rapping about, dog? I got some candy for your kids. Oh. Yeah, on my first double ARP session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> niggas ring my de- my bell. I'm giving them candy corn, trick or treat, nigga. Mm. I got my FSA card. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> niggas talking about we ain't in the club no more because we tired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, they gonna rap shit. They gonna rap it out nap time and shit. Yeah, they be rapping like early niggas, bird specials. They gonna be rapping about sixty minutes and shit. Yeah. Yeah, they gonna rap it about Shonies getting up hey, early in the morning for that Shonies. Yo, what's up with the with Buster Rhymes? His flow is the curious case of Benjamin Button. Like, as this dude ages, <laughs> his flow gets faster. Like, yeah, yeah. I was, I was that- talking about. <laughs> 
Am I the only one that feels like he's tricking me? Like I he feel is. like he's not saying nothing. I feel like his flow is the push-up bra of rap, dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, like that. He's it, like, yeah, he ain't got no ting, got no titties. He got some A's, but if you squeeze them real tight, yeah, you can make it a C. Perfect. Perfect analogy, right? Yeah, uh, that shit perplexes me, man. Cause <laughs> like, and it don't even it be on songs that I detest too. It be like, yo, he made a he did a verse with like Chris Brown. I be like, I hate Chris Brown. And I hear that verse, I be like, that that's one of the verses of the year, dog. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but Wait, that what is he saying? I don't think he can do it for a whole album, though. I hope no. that. Anyway, um, so let's talk about some sports. Both of you guys have sports podcast. Yeah. So you guys should be well versed in this. Um. I'm, all right, first thing first, man. I think uh, I know. If, you know, if you're with me, you're with me. Let me know. If not, then voice your dis, uh, dissent. But I think we should start calling these amnesty contracts. I'ma start like whenever you, whenever they say somebody ah! got got that amnesty, I'ma start saying they got that. I'ma start, man. Like they got given free. Give us free. Like because Chauncey Billows is on that. Give us free shit. Like anyone that gets amnesty just wants to make it through the whole waivers. None of them motherfuckers are like, yo, man, the Mavericks better be the ones that be it. They all like, I want to just be free, and they keep getting fucking bought, dude. It's yes. Yeah. So I don't I'm, know why either. So I'm, are y'all with me, man? Y'all y'all ready to call oh, yeah. it the Amistad? Baron Davis is happy to get Amistad from uh, Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That shit fit right. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was thinking about that shit the other day because I said it by accident. I was like, "Yeah, man, that nigga got what? Did he, what did he get? I'm start." And I, was, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? Actually, he did. That nigga did get I'm a start, man." You actually, um, you actually fucked me up with this one because, like, I, I haven't even been able to speak since you said it because all I'm thinking in my head is, "Wait a minute, which NBA players actually look like slaves?" <laughs> <laughs> According to the people that don't watch basketball, all them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> they all look like they just got off the boat. Yeah. According to David Stern, uh, Chris Paul, yes. um, for starters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm not giving away my best work. We can't um, do that. They said um, they said that. What's his name? Dan Gilbert. When he was talking about blocking the trades and everything. Yeah. Why did your man Bossa say... He said, nah, this is too much. Now I know he'd be at home playing slavery the board game. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanna tell niggas where to go. <laughs> and, and, and what what do you get when you get the community chest? Do you get to flip over the card that says you gotta get whipped by Master Ten Lickens? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, do not get freedom. Do not pass go. Ham hocks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what you get. Yes, you got to get raped by Master tonight. Yeah. I know all the slaves are the the key Cleveland Cavaliers. They're like, man, uh, Baron Davis, he getting free from Master Snot over there. Daniel is getting free. Use <laughs> 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 uh, like you think David, you think uh, Baron Davis is hanging around outside the Cavaliers arena, like because he don't know where to go. And like Gilbert is walking by, like go boy. You're free now. <laughs> you can go anywhere you want. Get from here, boy. Get. Anywhere, sir. Anywhere you want, boy. <laughs> um, Somebody like Jay Billis. He's like an abolitionist. One of the good white people. Yeah. <laughs> Run over there. Quick. Like, yo, on the low. And I, know, I, I once again, I'm probably the only nigga that believes this. I lost respect for Jay Billis when he said he liked Jeezy. 
Because Jeezy is whack to me, man. Like, if, he, <laughs> if that nigga would have said, I like Crit or something, I would have been like, okay, I can see that, J.B. Billis. But no, you don't get no curve because you a white man. I don't give a fuck. You like whack shit, J. Billis. That's what I learned about you today. <laughs> Quoting that whack nigga. I was nigga. just happy he wasn't really all that stiff, man. But, I mean, I'm going to support you, though. Yeah, first of all, that nigga went to Duke. The end. <laughs> I was going to make a second point, but do I really need to? Nope. Um... So, uh, speaking of, you know, begrudgingly giving respect, David Stern was right about that trade, dog. <laughs> that, he, he was, he did that shit in the dirtiest way possible, but I like this trade better for the, um, Hornets than the one that they got offered from the Lakers and the, um, Rockets, man. Yeah, it was, I think it would, I don't know what point you're about to get to, but for me, I think it's because it, now that was the point. It's find a buyer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think having Eric Gordon, helps them find a buyer quicker than um if they would have had scola kevin martin and uh, uh odom right yeah odom I, I really do think that uh Drogic. yeah it's tragic right you know i like i really think this shit is better i don't think it was cool how he went about it i think the reasoning is kind of fucked up basketball reasons yep basketball but uh at the end of the day um, he gambled like shit, but he, it worked out in his favor because I think it'll be hard for people to argue that this is a worse deal than, on, uh, man. what the I, Lakers I, are offering. He can't gamble with house money. Yeah. <laughs> no gamble. He went back and it was like, do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, All right. <laughs> Yo, but like, that's, that's, that's what I am wondering. Like, cause I don't think, like, I don't think Donald Stern is the kind of dude that'll bow down to David Stern. Like, I think we learned a lot about, how much power he doesn't have with this shit. And I, cause I saw that first shit that he asked for and Donald Stern went and leaked that shit to the press. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. And it was like, we want every draft pick ever and all your young people. Like, oh, get the fuck, fuck out you. of here. Let's go turn that team into fucking, uh, Blake Griffin and Chris Paul and me, Trill and Ty. but um yeah man so i i I, like i said i hate i hate to say it because you know fuck david stern and that shit was dirty but he gonna be able to justify this shit now because of that bullshit man he got what he wanted dude he was talking about uh possibilities and he didn't say nothing because one thing i do respect chris paul he is not crying with drake in the background like odom yeah drake is just crying i mean serious all i hear is drake is singing Hard. <laughs> the whole time. I only hear him. I just hear Drake. Like, right, nigga, shut up. Yeah, when I when I when I saw that shit with uh Odom and his tweets, did y'all did y'all ever catch that? That's some sad shit. Yeah, man, I saw that big head motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I saw that shit, man. I was like, dude, you you lost tonight, man. You went on you went on Twitter and, and started crying, man. Like. And everybody knows it. You can't even fucking take, take that, that shit, shit back. back. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I, I think that they was like, oh, shit, this nigga may sue us and may have a case. Y'all better trade his ass. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, they, people were blaming it on, like, his TV show and shit, which I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't get, I don't get why that, why that's a big problem or whatever about his TV show. But this nigga started taking it out on random Twitters, people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Niggas was responding back to shit. Niggas uh, sit up there like, hey, man, fuck you, dog. 
I don't appreciate you coming at me talking about me getting traded, bitch. Hey, you, fuck you too. I got a show. Don't talk about my wife. Take out your mentions. Like, come on, dog. Did you see uh, Blake Griffin's reaction to the trade? Yeah, that nigga was happy. I don't blame him. He was jumping and shit. Eric going somewhere mad and shit. And one thing I. One they thing said, I, who did we trade? He said, who cares? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. It don't matter. I got a point guard. He's like, nigga, we got Chris Paul. Eric going shoot too much. Peace. And on top of that, he was like, damn it, I got somebody to do these car commercials with me. Because that nigga big doing some damn cock. Them shit's been funny, too. I love him. Yo, I like Blake Griffin, dog. Me that too. shit was cold as shit, dog. Me too. You nigga know that nigga take had down a whole goal by himself. He's strong. <laughs> that nigga had visions of fucking uh, alley oops in his head. As soon as he heard that shit, yes. dog. he was yeah, like, "Oh, Eric sermon gonna be lobbing like a motherfucker to him." Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I jumped over a car last time. Oh shit, I might make it a truck." Yeah, it's like we got we got Chris Paul. Oh, that that punch that that nut punching nigga. Let's yeah. go. Hey, you saw? Go ahead, go ahead. My bad. I said, uh, Chris Paul, new nickname, gonna be, uh, oh, pass the ball, Paul. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I like Chris Paul, though, man. I think it's a good look, but yeah, man, that, David Stern won, dog. Um, speaking of motherfuckers having to die for the shield, is everybody re- overreacting to this James Harrison shit, or is it just me, guys? Nah, it's, uh, everyone's overreacting to that. This shit don't matter. It don't matter. Like, this shit is all a farce that we go through once or twice a year in order for sucker-ass fans to feel like something is being done about the safety of these players, dog. It's so transparent, dude. And James Harrison is the perfect poster boy for this shit because he's unrepentant, he doesn't give a fuck, and he always says the wrong thing. Nope. He was like, damn it, I've been doing this since I was 10. I was taught to knock a motherfucker out. I knock a motherfucker out. Yeah, he's like a slave too, so that doesn't make it any better. No, it doesn't. He's like, now, let, now take a picture of me holding two guns. Goodell well, is about to give him his Amistad for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he keep fucking around with this shit. Yo, it's like a to me, it's a symbiotic relationship. Trill, I don't even think they'll ever get rid of him because they need him to. It's like uh, they need somebody to be the bad guy so that the NFL can be the good guy. Well, now, in, in Dominica Su, whatever his name is. Dominicun like Su, which is how he says it's pronounced. <laughs> I'm not even joking on him. He says it's pronounced that way, which I don't know why he would ever say that. But yes. go ahead. Yeah, it's like he's going to end up being a replacement now for James Harrison because he's just now getting back from his suspension for something that dude. Yeah, man. It's weird. Like, at least Dominicun shit happened outside of the fucking whistle. So we all can agree that that's wrong. Yep, yeah. yep. But like this James Harrison shit, like I keep seeing, especially the NFL players I follow and people that are huge fans and used to play ball. They're all, you know, man, they're going to, by the time we get to the to 2015, it's going to be two-hand touch and shit. I'm like, it's never going to be two-hand fucking touch. I, just, I'm not watching flag football. They're going to suspend one nigga a year for fucking 15 years and be like, we tried to stop y'all niggas from hurting each other. Ah! And then, sorry about that brain damage you got there. Yeah, sorry about the concussion we, we, when we, we put we you back you in the game. We know you got to retire at 35. Yeah, here you go, Colt McCoy. Go back in the game. They don't give a fuck about these niggas, dog. No, they don't. Don't let them fool you, man. No, and they, they, they never don't. will. They, they never will. they be talking will. about um, people being strong and the man is still. I know one thing. Peyton Manning to sit his ass down. Three neck surgeries in 19 years. This nigga talking about I want to come back. 
Give me one neck surgery. I'm through. You mean 19 months? 19, 19 yeah. years. I mean, I, I was <laughs> like, 19 years, it's not that bad. No, that's not that okay. bad. But shit, that is a lot. Yeah, you're right. That is <laughs> a lot, too. Yeah. One neck surgery is too much. Yes, it is. I'm, I mean, I'm just not built for that football shit. Me I, either. I'm a, I'm a nigga that would quit over the little shit. I stubbed my toe. I'm like, oh, nigga, turf toe, I'm out. Yeah. Like, you you think they was talking, I mean, when they was talking shit about Jay Cutler, who tore his fucking MCL, they was like, he's standing, ain't he? Yeah. He's still happy. Look at that face. You know. Face. Meanwhile, these niggas calling out of work the next day with a hangover. I learned that my freshman year of high school, man. I played wide receiver. I came across the middle. High school, I'm six six, two forty now. But high school, fresh freshman year, I was five seven, ninety nine pounds. All right. Oh my oh, god. Oh. <clears throat> That's light, brother. The middle, and this linebacker hit me so hard in the chest, my breastbone popped. Ooh. And I, like, I was breathing like <gasps> for like four days, right? <clears throat> and my basketball coach was like, you know, I want you to make it the basketball season, man. So I'm gonna advise you to, you know, run cross country so you could get in shape for the fourth quarter and shit. I was like, yes, that's great advice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I never went back on that fucking field. I don't care what nobody had to say about me. You popping my breastbone open, dog? You can have that sport. Yo, I had a uh, a teacher that was a, a the PE teacher. But he was like a pretty smart dude, and he he, he taught um like world history. You know what I'm saying? Like he taught world history. He was good. Like he was good, man. And um like this nigga would see me come to class with my books and glasses and listening to tribe call quest and shit. And <laughs> the nigga would be like every once in a while, "Hey Rod, hey, can I talk to you for a second, buddy? Yeah, what's going on, coach? Uh, you ever thought about trying out for football? Nope." It's like, well, you're kind of big guy, man. You know, get in that weight room. You know, you could, you be, you could be pretty good out there. I see you went shooting some hoops and stuff. Yeah, man, I'm good, man. I'm just trying to get on these books. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's hell right. no, nigga. I seen what happens to these niggas, dog. I'm good. Who gonna get? Who signs up to get hit, man? I'm smart enough to get a scholarship. The end. I'm not going to college off of getting my ass whooped every day. Signing up for that bullshit. Man, I ain't doing no two a days, nigga. That's stupid. Hey. You know what, man? You just made me remember when we were talking about with Willie D. Both Wall Street, Will Strickland, and Willie D. were getting all mad talking about, man, why when I'm in the store, you walk up to me asking if I'm an athlete? Do I play basketball? And they was mad as hell. I was like, am I the only one who don't get mad about that shit? Because I remember when I, I was at Carolina, a group of kids, like they had a field trip come through UNC. Them kids pointed at me and said, Vince Carter. Dog, I signed autographs for 15 minutes. I'm not, I'm not playing with you either. My boy was sitting there just staring at me like, I can't believe you're doing this. I was signing Vince Carter on everything. He's like, I'm going to take it back home to my brother. He's your number one fan. I was like, cool, little man. You know, I was just signing the joints. Dude, I get laugh. I, I laughed at that shit when I heard it, man. I laugh about it all the time because, one, I don't get mad either. Um, they always think Rogers lie, but we went to the Panthers game one time. Yeah, and- dude was like, yeah, "Do you play for the Panthers?" I was like, "No, man, nigga, we in like the two hundred section. First of all, <laughs> like if, if I played, I'd at least be close to the field." And then that nigga was like, "Well, you should get out there. You're a big fella. You could be a lineman." I was like, "Well, thank you, sir." You know what I mean? Fuck it. He's an old white dude. Who gives a fuck, man? And the thing is, them niggas act like they don't assume shit all the time about people. Yes, I do. Yes, I know I do, too. All the time. I know I do, too. Yeah. I know when I see little uh, uh, people, uh, Roger Rex said I'm racist, which I believe I, I am to an extent. But we have, like, <laughs> Chinese people that come in and out and do Chinese food all the time. They run in and shit. So this dude was running. I was like, hey, aren't you a Chinese man? He was like, no, I work. I was like, oh, my bad. Yeah, I'm prejudiced. <laughs> I'm prejudiced as shit, man. I'm, I mean, I, the thing... The 
difference between me and these white people is I normally keep my mouth shut, but I, t- I try to, but I'm prejudiced as shit, dog. Like I'll be walking down the street and I see three niggas in hoodies. I'll cross the fucking street. Me too. Cause y'all might rob me. And uh, you know, Will Strickland would see that and go, look at this white person crossing the street. They racist. I would see that and go, look at this white person crossing the street. I they should smart. too. I'll say I should too. Yes. I say, hold up white person. Hold up. Hold yes. that, hold that car for me. Yes. <laughs> We can make each other safe. It's yeah, to yeah. us you now. It's funky though. It's context too, because you know, I, I I feel uneasy around certain people who look a certain way too. But the shit that kills me is when I see old white people. It'd be like an older black woman who weighed three hundred pounds and got a designer purse on, and they'll be like, "Whoa!" and walk on the other side of the shit. I'm like, "God damn!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, maybe, hey man, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. Have you ever seen Monique and Precious? You come on, and, th- <laughs> and, and then have you ever seen Shoniqua? They come on the news at five o'clock because she stabbed her sister, baby's mama over food stamps. That's what she looked like. I mean, if I, only, if I only knew the shit about black people that white people know about black people, I'd be scared of us. I'd probably be scared. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now it's up to them to go get them some actual black friends and, <laughs> and all be that educated. good shit. That's right. But you know, I don't expect people to do that shit because mm-hmm. that's hard and Americans don't do shit like that. <laughs> Learn about this culture before judging it? I don't know. Not that. They all look the same. But I, I mean, and the thing is, I'm not trying to justify their racism. What I'm saying is I understand understand it me too and that even i like i said on here before man i had one of the like it was a snap it took about four seconds for this to happen in real time but i had a racist thought one day an extremely ignorant and racist thought very quickly i saw it was i was at uh the store it was like 11 o'clock at night um i was in the ice cream section because i'm fat and i was buying some <laughs> ice cream and i was taking my time so <laughs> yeah shout out to rick i was taking my time to, to like figure out, you know, what exactly I wanted. And so I got my shit and I, I was crossing the, you know, I was leaving the aisle and coming around the corner was this lady in a burqa, like the Muslim guard and from like head to toe. And she was talking on her cell phone. And my first thought was, yo, isn't it against their religion to have cell phones? <laughs> and then, which is an extremely ignorant, uninformed thought. And then my second thought was like, no, no, nigga, that's dumb. Of course they can have cell phones. How else are they remotely detonating these fucking bombs? <laughs> and that shit was extremely, just a moment of supreme ignorance and racism that occurred in about four seconds. It was a snap judgment. And I wasn't ashamed of myself until like the fifth second. But but the <laughs> the point being, man, I can I, I get it, white people. I'm not one of these people that's gonna be like, how dare you ask me if I play football? I get it. You just, you you talk before you fucking thought about it. Same thing when they go, you speak so well. I guarantee there's there's a ton of white people that I feel bad for them. Because there are niggas that legitimately speak well for any race. And they can never yeah. say that. They can never compliment you. Trill is an eloquent motherfucker, dog. <laughs> he is more eloquent than people of all cultures and races all over the world. But you can't tell him that because he's black. They don't know what they mean. No people know, know what they mean when they say that people speak well. Because it's like when Stringer Bell, I mean Idris Elba, whatever, mm-hmm. or Cuba Gooden, when they play successful black men in movies, and this kills me about certain black actors, they think the way to play that part is by having a Dave Chappelle white man voice. Like, they'd be mm-hmm. like, hey, Scott, I'm in the office today. Great to see ya. And I'm like, yo, that's not, that doesn't make you articulate and eloquent. That just sounds like you're parodying a corny white person. You know? <laughs> and when they, when, when black people speak like that, that's when people go crazy. They'd be like, wow, he speaks so well. <laughs> I'm like, nah, dude, that's not eloquent. Well, no. let me, well, let me drop this on you. President Obama, 
that motherfucker does speak well. I dare it. For any, people of any fucking race. Yeah. Like, like yeah. our last he president. better than the average person. Like, uh, in my lifetime, he is the first best president I've seen when it comes to public speaking. And, and, it, and yes. white people can't ever say that. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, white people. I'm sorry, George Bush fucked it up with y'all. Well, it was that it was it was that slavery that fucked them up, really. I mean, honestly, I, mean, I know I mean, white but, people wish every day, like, man, I ain't really. I mean, if but, we wouldn't have enslaved them, dog, I'd hey, be able to say if shit. They just but, said, hey, yo, he's a great fucking speaker. That's different from saying, whoa, interesting. He speaks pretty well. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, much mouth motherfuckers. They can't even. <laughs> hey, yo, you know what's funny? They can't even say that. Mm-hmm. They can't. There's nothing they can say to compliment a black man speaking. Sorry, yeah, that shit because, off the table. And, and, I'm not saying me and Trill, but some nigga will be offended, dog. Put money <laughs> on that shit. Shout <laughs> out to Chi. Shout out to Chi. Yeah, because because the thing is that at least uh, Barack Obama, President Obama, prepares for his shit. George Bush, I don't even think they gave him a speech. It's like, nah, nigga, go wing it. <laughs> that nigga just that nigga went out there with cue cards and shit. I only think it had cue cards. He's I like, just think he terrorism. just off the top of his fucking head. Terrorist? Bad. Terrorist? They like, gave him a speech. He looked at that shit. He was like, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> I got the, You're what? Like, Five pages? Yeah. Uh, and someone said Herman Cain in the chat. Chill. Um, all right. So <laughs> let's get to uh, a topic that I actually got pretty serious Uh-oh, about. Somebody's got to say something. Huh? Oh, go ahead. I'm I sorry. I was going to say, am I the only one who actually enjoys racism against blacks? Like, not like, not evil pernicious shit where like, you know, Yo, that's funny how they evicted them or took them to jail and disproportionate numbers. <laughs> but like, that shit is funny though. That shit funny. Like when people what? like black dude walk into a room and I'll hear some white go guy go, look at cool Papa Bell. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Jesse> Davis. Yeah. <laughs> that shit. yeah, that shit is funny, dog. Hilarious. Um so so um Ain't nothing wrong if it's funny in my book. And sometimes I have to be sure that I don't laugh at inappropriate moments sometimes where I'm not supposed to laugh because I will. Speaking of racism. My man Tim Tebow, man, it's, it's I gotta talk about him, man. I've been holding yes. back on Tim Tebow because I make a lot of jokes, yes, but I and do. there is a lot of satire to be had here, yes. and a lot of uh, you know, parody and all that good shit. I good love me some Tim Tebow, but I need to talk about some real shit for a second because I was listening to uh, All Balls Don't Bounce, the one that Trill was just on. Uh, it came out today, um, maybe even yesterday, but I, I listened to it today this morning. Um. Hey man, some of these niggas really don't like Tim Tebow, man. It is, and they and, can't and stand it, him. I get that y'all are trying to be reasonable and logical, but we have gotten to a point where y'all are actually taking away credit from this dude. Yeah, and yeah. and to me, that shit is a little overboard, man. I'm realistic about Tebow, and I and I think a lot of people forget one of the main things about sports. Like we fuck sports up. Sports are supposed to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's the thing I like about Tim. Like you see me when on Sunday I was rooting for him openly. And yeah, I me too. For him openly against New England. That yep. doesn't mean I think he's the greatest quarterback. That nope. No, he doesn't have thought. But I do. And I'm not mad like other people. Like some people are mad, and they don't know what they're mad at. You know, it's like the right. O.J. Simpson shit when people were rooting for O.J. They didn't even really know why they were rooting for O.J. because mm-hmm. that's not what they was rooting for. Yep. And it's, Tim Tebow's the anti-O.J. for black people right now. Yep. They mad as fuck. They want they they, they wanted their OJ prize. They want their fucking Tim Tebow tax refund. They mad. <laughs> <laughs> and they want to be right. Like niggas want to be right so bad that when he wins, they immediately have to go to the why he won shit instead of the just oh okay he won. I I did say this motherfucker would not be able to win. Nobody well, wants to go back on that. Real, Rod, he is like the white man, like the 
fictitious white man because he lets you look like you're going to be right. You got 30 seconds left and you're like, I told these motherfuckers now, look, and then they'll come back and do it. That's some fucking white man in the movie shit. <laughs> He's the impossible man. white man. Yes. I, I love me some Tim Tebow. And the funny part was that uh, Sunday we got home just in time to watch like the second half of the game. And uh, we watched that game and oh my gosh, if you'd have seen me and Roderick in the room, you thought it was like 50 people. I was crunk. <laughs> we were I was crunk. like, yes, Tebow, do it again. Get him, Tebow. And them niggas, uh, niggas, hey, yo, Trill, real shit. angry. Niggas followed me to tell me I was wrong and then unfollowed me when they won. Immediately. Like, niggas is really mad, man. It doesn't, you should not be this mad, motherfuckers. it's not that serious. And I'm, I'm going to start calling them Tim Tivo, man, because everybody is watching these games, dog. Everybody. You are recording this shit, dog. And I feel like he is the Robert Ori of football. Because, like, when it's clutch time, he gets it done, man. Yes, he does. And I don't care about the explanations, man, because a lot of, like, here's what I'm saying. Like, and and these are people I think are reasonable. Like, uh, Morgan was on this shit, Morgan Campbell from uh, uh, All Balls Unbounced, and um, also my dude, the entrepreneur, he was up on this shit. Willie D tried to fight the good fight, but he just was like, these niggas mad, and he had to leave it alone at some point. But um, there's not too many QBs out there. Where these niggas are breaking down the fact that they only came back because the other team went to a prevent. Like, if they go to a prevent on Tom Brady and he goes down and gets that that that, that field goal to win the Super Bowl like he did three times, mm-hmm. nobody goes, well, the Panthers were in a prevent defense. They kicked the ball, went out of bounds on the kickoff. They got the ball at the 35 instead of the 20. No one says that. They just go, Tom Brady is the fucking man. Yes. That's all they say. And then, there's, and then you know, they go, well... Well, his team is always down because of him, and I'm not going to say they aren't. Maybe you know they are probably down because of the play calling and the style of offense they play for the first three quarters, right? right. Um, they but all that's John Fox type of play, type of play calling. Yeah, yeah, that's on John Fox too. But you know, no one's going to talk about that. But they, they, they're down. You know. Like John Fox used to be with the Panthers all the time. Yes, the cardiac cats supposed to get that shit. Right. Then they open up the offense, and dude is able to get the ball down the field. The other team goes into a prevent. Yeah, uh, I feel y'all saying that, you know, that's the only reason he's scoring. But it's also the only reason that a lot of quarterbacks are in that situation every week and they don't win the fucking game. No, they don't. They lose. So where's your Kevin Cobb? Like, where's that breakdown? Ah, like I don't hear y'all breaking down him. Why? Because that nigga can't find a way to win when he's down nope. 10 in the fourth quarter. And it, I'm, it, there's a point where the shit happens enough to where you have to say the dude got something to do with it. Now, yes. what I think is happening, and, and this may not happen to me because I really don't fuck with ESPN like most of y'all niggas do. Uh. But I think y'all are watching too much ESPN. Y'all listening to too many of these fucking white 40-year-old white dudes on the radio. Y'all listening to too much of this shit. Turn that shit off, be your own radio, and listen to a fucking podcast and get some realism about your shit, dog. Like, stop listening to the people that are selling you the product that they're also reviewing. So it's like I'm critiquing the NFL, but also, don't forget, 8 o'clock tonight. Like, come on, dog. There's a reason. Check here. There's a reason that they're hyping it up. There's a reason NBC wanted to move the fucking Patriots Broncos game to the 8 o'clock Sunday night game. Mm -hmm. There's a reason for all this shit, dog. They're selling you a product. Don't be a sucker. Turn that mm-hmm. shit off. You, I guarantee you, most niggas have already figured out every play, every big play in every game that happened in the NFL by fucking like 8 o'clock Sunday night. 
Then they watched ESPN on repeat for an entire week. And by Sunday, they hate Tebow again. Ah, like just stop doing that to I, yourself, I love, dog. I, I, I love Tebow. I'm, like, I, like I feel Tebow like uh, these dudes now feel like it's their responsibility to take as much credit from Tebow as they can in response to the people that give too much credit to Tebow. What were you gonna say, sometime? Oh, no, I was just gonna say they just need to sit back and enjoy the game and just let what's happening on football just let it happen. Yeah, I wrote something about this, and I'm gonna post it uh, probably today or tomorrow. But I actually wrote something about Tebow, man. He reminds me of why I like the show Friday Night Lights. Except okay. it's real. That's that's basically the gist of what I wrote. This shit is real, dog. So I don't know, man. I feel like it is some uh some it one at work. In both ways. If it was if it was a nigga out there, people would be, there's some black people that would be supporting this motherfucker to the fullest and being like but he winning why white people hate him so much and there's some white people that would be hating this dude because you know we've never had an offense cha- change to adapt to a quarterback like this before we've never had the public will behind a running athletic quarterback to the point where the coach and the fucking gm had to submit and go had to. fuck it man We'll just let the kid play, and we'll change everything for him. We've never yeah. had it happen, and people are mad and resentful of the fact that it happened for a white dude and not the niggas we root for. Yeah, because there's so many countless stories of how many black quarterbacks from college that had to get converted to tight ends or wide receivers or running backs in the NFL because they didn't have the ability to make the coaches uh, conform to them. Right, and I'm not giving Dude all the credit for the wins. I think he's the ultimate team player. Like I said, he's Robert Ory. He's Robert Ory. He's not the star. I, he I, gets the credit, but we've already, and you try, people are trying to put this on Tebow. Motherfucker, we have already created a fucking situation where the narrative of every NFL win is the quarterback gets 90% of the credit, 90% of the blame. Now we get to Tebow, and you don't want it to be that way. Sorry, but that's the fucking way it is. Yep. You do this shit with every other fucking team. You know, Tom Brady gets hurt. They win 11 fucking games, and Tom Brady comes back, and we're still like he's the fucking man. Yes, he is. Despite there only being about a two to three game difference in wins when he wasn't even playing. Here's the thing with Tim Tebow. Fuck that Kirk Cameron looking motherfucker, man. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> damn, while he's throwing flowers at him and shit, I want to know, do you really think, if he has not fucked, you really think he's never gotten a blowjob? He must have, like, some loopholes, right? Yeah, he had to get, like, head or something. Maybe the ass. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't really, I mean, the thing is, I joke about the whole Christ-like figure. I don't joke about his religion personally, man. I don't mm-hmm. really find that shit that funny. Plus, me either. if I start joking on his religion, by extension, I'm joking on all these niggas' religion, and they don't really want me to start doing that. So why would I do that? You know what I mean? It won't end well. So I just leave it. I leave the shit alone, man. And I'm just like, look, what, whatever. You guys want to worship him? I say just stop watching Skip Bayless, dog. Stop watching oh, Skip Bayless on first and ten and then getting mad at me and then taking it out on Tebow. It's stupid. Uh, it's fucking stupid you're never going to like i said i don't see you guys breaking down every other team like this you know what i mean and it's not and the thing is tebow might be getting this credit but he's not getting that credit from you he's not getting that credit from me no one who reasonably watches football is sitting around going yo this kid is fucking just magical none of us are doing that it's fucking crazy fringe fans and you don't have to call them out we know we see him. But lost in the shuffle, every time that you have to break this dude all the way down to combat these crazy ass fans, you're also taking away credit from him, man. I never, like, the only thing they'll ever give him credit for, he doesn't turn the ball over. 
Okay, that's true. That's true. He doesn't turn the ball over much. But ain't that what but you he's, want? But he's also come back multiple fucking times to win NFL games, which aren't easy. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, dog. At some point, you have to give that dude some props, dude. It's it's gotten out of control. I'm, I'm picturing Steve Harvey as a football coach and Tyrese as a quarterback for some reason right now. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler Perry is picturing that, too, and about to write that movie. <laughs> Of course. Like, he's like, thanks, Trill. And and the thing about I needed something to work on for two hours. You want to combine that with your Hennessy bottle? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How do I get Medea in this? <laughs> She'll be a cheerleader. Um. All right, man. I, I'm gonna get on to some like actual real shit, man. Cause I, uh, you know, I talked enough about this, but I did want to address that Tebow shit. Cause I'm getting tired of like listening to podcasts and everybody like some one of y'all niggas be different. Is all I'm saying. Sweets Watson, one of y'all niggas be ah, different. Ah, ah. You know what I mean? Can't one nigga just be like, all right, well, look, man, this shit ain't that bad. Y'all calm down. That's all I'm saying. Yo, Sweets Watson scared the shit out of me. <laughs> what he like, do? Like, like, he might as well be the invisible man. He's like Jairobi. I've only heard his voice like one time. So when he started speaking on that podcast, I was like, who the fuck? <laughs> Yo, he, he he he's from Canada. He's a nice guy. He doesn't have to speak over people. <laughs> all right, man. Um, Oh, actually, I do have one more thing to say since Ty's here. Ty, man. Yes. I'm starting to think. Don't you have some Bees by Dre headphones? Yes, I do. I'm wearing them right now. Okay. I'm starting to think that y'all Bees by Dre headphone owners are the iPhone owners of headphones, dog. We are. <laughs> like, I like I asked a general question on Twitter. Like, yo, man, these Bees by Dre, man, are they tight? Because I want to get some new headphones mm-hmm. for my job, right? I'm like, yo, yo, how, you know, these shit's pretty dope. What's up, man? I, I, how much do they cost? I didn't know the answer to this question. I really wanted to have people's opinion. Um, probably my fault for asking Twitter, but whatever. <laughs> right. And a lot of people said, oh, they're good, but for, you know, $200, you can find some better deals. And, you know, Bose makes some good headphones that cost like half the price and all that shit. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Uh, other people said they were bad and that the name was driving the price because it's Dr. Dre and... And then, I mean, to to an extent, there has to be something to that, or else why would Dr. Dre put his name on it? You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, if his name was valueless, they wouldn't name the shits Beat by Dre. Yeah, so right. I'm not saying they wouldn't be worth it, but I would partially be paying for the name, just like I would pay extra money for to have LeBron James' names attached to the Nikes I bought. I get it. Well, you also, you had the answer to your question when you said it's, it's like the uh, the headphone owners are like the uh, Apple iPhone owners. Um, you could always find a, another phone that could do something better than the iPhone or have a larger screen, but for what it does, it does everything good. It, right. I mean, it's, it's worth the money, and that's the same way with the headphones, in my opinion. Yeah, you could find you a better headphone that has the most pristine audio quality or the longer cord or something. I mean, the cord's not bad itself, and uh, or longer battery life. But, I mean, for what it does, it does it real good, and you don't have to worry about getting a bad product from uh, Beast by Dre. No doubt, man. And that, Well, see, that's a great answer, man. That's why I'm glad you answered, and I'm glad you were here, because other motherfuckers said shit like, well, if you can't afford it, why don't you just move on? Oh, shit. The fuck kind of answer is that, that? y'all? <laughs> like, who recommends something like that? Like, somebody asks you about the quality of a product. I didn't say nothing about, nigga, I'm, I'm almost broke. How much is these shits? I didn't even know the price. I was just fucking wanting to know. Another person said, it depends on the music you listen to, because if you listen to crap music, it's not going to help. What the? Well, damn. So wait, my musical selection is on fucking trial now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both, of them, both of them came from Tyrese. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, you're going to independent your way out them headphones. <laughs> like, I shouldn't ask a question and then feel insulted, man. 
So yeah, I'm not getting beats by Dre. Fuck these motherfuckers. I don't want to be down. <laughs> I'm sorry. I already got me with this iPhone shit. I can't be double douche. I, I still, I, I would like I said, I ain't yeah, gonna good lie. luck. <laughs> yeah, I just bought you them headphones. Oh, real quick too about the Beats by Dre. Like you seen it? I don't know if you seen the commercials where they got the new colors, but Beats by Dre. I hate the commercials where it's like people are getting like splattered with paint. It's like they're getting skeeted on, and you got the paint just smashing <laughs> their faces, and you don't see where the paint is coming from. So I just assume it's always like clown penis shooting out different colors of paint. <laughs> <laughs> Very disturbing. All right, man. We got some articles, man. Um, let's go ahead and get into these articles. <laughs> Only time I can describe that shit that oh, way. Matter of fact, real quick before you get into articles, I had some thoughts. Uh, okay, man. Make it quick. God damn. All right, yeah. It just takes me a time. Out right. here calling audibles on my shit. Yeah. All right. Quick, uh, all the bad ones, I'm vetoing, I'm vetoing for basketball reasons. All the bad thoughts. Okay. I'll I go to the Clippers. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I mean, it had involved you too, as far as like, you know, as far as with your pictures or Nagasaki or so-called objectified women, you know, you offend people in your circles. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think sometimes it's good to do that because as far as for me, I've only offended some people on my Twitter. Uh, but I'm, I feel like it's good to be methodical in the sense that, you know, nothing's wrong if it's funny, but also laugh at me because I will say stuff that you're thinking. And, mm. um, a while ago I had an incident where some people got upset. Also, I had people laugh at me because uh, I was Jehovah Witnesses. You know, I called them to the show about my issues with Jehovah Witnesses. They like to come at your door, 9 o'clock, Tuesday morning, and wake you up. And um, I said something as far as, you know, I hate Jehovah Witnesses. And it's a lot of people that hate Jehovah Witnesses. But I feel like, um, I don't know, I'm talking to somebody. But if if this if it's something that's, if you know me, I don't have any type of prejudice against anybody I don't do anything to hurt anybody. So what I'm trying to say is uh, calm down. So Nah, wait. Uh, hold up, though. Wait. I Actually, I, now that you brought this up, I do have some shit I want to bring up with you. What's up with you and Pop Son, dog? I seen y'all niggas on Twitter going back and forth. <laughs> is is there beef there? What what the fuck happened, man? He, I thought he dissed me and Karen. I didn't know he – did he go at you? I kind of – he. it wasn't really me. He's angry at people from Where's My 40 Acres. Uh, for Joan and him, and I guess I'm in the group too, but it's it's no beef. I don't get into that. I'm a grown man. Okay, because like he became a huge fan of our show after I dissed him. Yeah. But I dissed him as a joke. Like it was never serious to me, man. It was all fun and games. I, actually, I dissed everybody. Actually, I dissed everyone that was on the show with me that day. Um, and that shit was funny, and that's all that mattered. But um, yeah, man, I don't know, man. Niggas get getting offended, Ty, man. Like yeah, that's. That's the funny thing. Like, motherfuckers on Twitter swear they want a lot of followers and all this shit. Um, that shit is not what it's, what you think Cracked it is, dog. Big. And I don't mm. even have a ton of followers. I'm just saying, d- then you can't say shit without at least one motherfucker always having to be that guy. Yeah, but don't don't get mad at me for making a joke about Jehovah Witnesses that is funny in some circles, but then you laugh at blackface. You right. Know, so it's either you sensitive or you, or you get assaulted. So I made a, a rule, a general rule. It's uh, it's called. If you haven't been assaulted, then just vault it. Lock that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, dog. I like that rule, man. Motherfuckers just be mad, dog. Like the dude that got mad about the Nagasaki bomb pun that we did, and um, even though that drink is fucking delicious, by yes, the way, yes, it is. But, but the dude that got mad about that shit, I mean, it's like, dude, you don't even listen to our show. Why you mad? Yeah, it's not for you, but it's funny yeah. to some other people. So. Yeah, objectifying yeah. women. Okay, I'll be that. If that's what you define it as, fuck it. What can I say? 
women be looking good and they had titties for free on the internet wait who said are they mad because you was posting photos yeah uh i was posting photos uh to promote the show nothing as a matter of fact nothing as bad as booty pics and jokes mm-hmm. like it was all it was all g it was clean it was all like pg-13 you know yes. what i mean like maybe it'd be a chick in a bikini or something um and, and like you know just like posing or something not even like her ass ch- clapping or some shit like that or <laughs> opening up her pussy hole for you to look down in that black hole uh okay I, that's enough i'm not looking right it wasn't anything like that like man it wasn't it wasn't your type of thing man you know i didn't have any urine pics or <laughs> cleveland steamers it was just normal normal good looking stuff you would see in like a jet beauty of the week and somebody was like you shouldn't have to objectify women to do such and such and i'm like you right I do it because I want to. Yep. Like, what the fuck? And women I didn't, like the pics, too. And women took the pics. Like, what the fuck, man? They had to, like, I kicked in the bathroom door, took a picture of these women, and was like, ha-ha, I got you, bitch. Now I'm going to promote my podcast. Like, fuck you. Anyway. Oh, and last thing real quick, too. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. I know you had more. Go ahead. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, Camp, one of my favorite CDs of all time. Uh, my two favorite songs right now is Firefly and uh, Bonfire. And also yeah. the instrumental to Bonfire. Ooh, it is so hard. Um, like I like Childish Gambino because, like, to me, he's like a nerd that made it, and he stayed true to himself, man. Like, he admits his feelings, and he can talk about what he went through, but at the end of the day, he's a man. And that's why I can relate to his music because all this stuff, I can, I can, I'm a man at the end of the day. Like, he's better than Drake. Because <laughs> Drake is, like, corny, soft, makes the white girl problem music. Right. He's a rapper. J. Cole got all the talent in the world, but he's just, he's lazy. All that potential is just not living up to it. So shout out to Challenge Gambino for making a CD I can relate to and I can, I can just pump in my car. I agree, dog. That, um. You got that, um, Oscar the Grouch unibrow, dog. What's up with J. Cole? <laughs> that shit blew me away, man. They didn't even groom him for the video. I, 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 I did not listen to the CD because I saw that corny video with the Paula Abdul sample. Yeah. And when I saw his unibrow, I said, he's not serious. Yo, ladies <laughs> love J. Cole, man. I don't know what it is, though. Well, at least they love him more than, um, than, um, that other nigga, yo. Uh, they, I don't know, man. They, uh, they love him more than Crip. I don't know. I love me do. some Crip now. Ladies, yeah, they, they be on yeah, some, like. Ladies love the I'll Be Sure, too, and he had a unibrow. That's man. a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. I, I dug I'll Be Sure. I ain't, I ain't, you know. Yeah. I, I like our brothers of all types. <laughs> shout out to the yellow brothers <laughs> got the wrong height, so shout out to Gambino real quick too like, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry ahead. to hijack your show but nah, go ahead, man. Man. one of the things as far as with Charles Gambino is he talks about how he tried to make himself better he got made fun of for so called talking white and that really gets me because I grew up with that too as far as you, so, you smart so you're white and that is so backwards because when you think about it black people intellectually and culturally we had to start off from zero back in 1800s this was only a couple hundred years ago and we had to start off with no type of languages no type of education and look at where we are now and then not only that but when we started off at zero you still had people starting off at zero in the 1900s and 1950s who are just now getting educated and they still around yep so really like you you thinking black because look at how smart look at how far we come all the inventions and stuff we made in and where we are right now so. yeah even like the people that and that's what i like about the album too it's not this angry bitter sellout republican type y'all motherfuckers used to think i was white like it's not that kind of shit where now you're distancing yourself from black people like i'm over here with these white folks nigga made it you know um it's not that herman cain shit it's actually like just speaking on race honestly and it doesn't give white people a pass either which i thought was interesting because he is a lot of white people's black friend 
and that shit hurt them a little bit when that nigga said to their heart when he's like you're not not racist because the wires in your netflix queue that shit hurts some some white people that normally don't ever get uh confronted on issues of race because we have a certain section of white people where we like close enough you know what i mean it's (laughs) like you ain't real real racist you might have you might think i'm a basketball player because i'm six six i'll let you slide and he was like, uh, I'm actually going to talk about y'all a little bit, too. You know, you cool with me now, but you thought it was funny to not let me swim in your pool when I was eight years old. Um, that, that shit is real, and I appreciate him confronting it because it seems like with a lot of rappers who talk about those topics, they have to either go all the way public enemy or they do the Drake and just completely avoid talking about it at all. So it's cool to have a dude know the nuances. Did you ever see his... um? His skit, I didn't know he was a rapper. And and even when he came out, I didn't know it was the same dude. But I got put on to him because he had that nigger faggot skit. You ever see that? I, I don't know if uh, I've seen that skit. No, type nigger faggot into YouTube <laughs> and he, his spelling bee will come. He's judging a spelling bee and there's three contestants. And he's like, your word is nigger faggot. And all of them are like, oh, shit. Like, they don't want to spell it. <laughs> right. And so, like. They're like, can I get an alternate pronunciation? He's like, nigga, I guess. It was mad funny, but the whole thing is it's all the build up to a punchline because it's like four minutes. And after a while, you're like, damn, this shit ran its course because it's like using it in a sentence. And he's like, get that nigga, if I get out of here. <laughs> so finally, one white chick is left and he's like explaining like she won basically and she just stuffed up she don't care she's like n-i-g-g-e-r-f-a-g-g-o-t nigga faggot and then he <laughs> he claps for her and shit and he goes up to the podium and he grabs the mic and he looks at her and he goes i heard what you said <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i like that i like that dude man he's, i think also the thing that helps him is he comes from a comedic background and a writing background man and yes. any rappers that write i you automatically get more respect from me if you're the kind of dude that takes time to write and rewrite shit till you get it clever and you get it perfected. A lot of these niggas, man. Or you get it catered to you because nobody knows you better than you. Yeah, like a lot of these dudes, man, you, you can tell they don't spend time writing. It's just, they like, that shit rhyme, that shit rhyme. All right, I got a song. I'm like, that's not good enough for me, man. I guess I'm a snob when it comes to that shit. But you don't get the rhyme and then leave half a bar where you just go, okay, and think I'm going to like that shit. It, yeah. uh, no try again nigga um i mean nigga faggot um (laughs) all right so uh southern california this family asked a fellow churchgoer to beat their child oh oh yeah outsourcing ass women's now an irvine couple who suspected their 15 year old of smoking turned to a man believed to be relied on in their church to violently discipline children authorities say damn Ooh. The Karens asked Paul Kim, 39, uh, no relation to Lil Kim, uh, to discipline <laughs> to discipline their son after finding a lighter in his possession, dropping the boy off at Kim's Chino Hills home with permission for the beating. <laughs> what? Ooh. It's like it's like babysitting but with ass whoopings, you know, like beating sitting or some shit. Like, uh, yeah, we'll just have him back by eight. Um, terrible ass parents whoop your own kids kim hit the child with a metal pole about a dozen times now that's abuse yeah definitely well spare the metal rod spoil the child (laughs) um causing severe bruises on his legs well he hit the legs you know it wasn't like the head and stuff that's small that's small live the pole was i mean if he was playing football we'd all be saying that you know commissioner goodell is fucking up the league 
The, <laughs> the, the pole was an inch in diameter. Um, if it's solid metal, though, man, that shit that's, hurts. That's, that's pretty that's fucking. That's that McDonald's YouTube video, dog. <laughs> yes. Shit. Yep. Yeah. An adult at the boys' school saw the bruises and called the police, who in turn informed the county officials. Kim was arrested Tuesday at his home and released Thursday after posting bail. He faces a felony charge of willful cruelty to a child. No, what about the parents? Yes. Wait, you can just drop a... Yo, this might be the smartest crime ever if the parents didn't get in trouble, dog. The parents need to be in trouble. Because, like, you outsourcing the ass whooping. Yes, because your punk ass don't want to discipline your child. And the crime never comes back to you. Now they're good. The parents right now, that's Marlo. You know, yeah, they got Chris and Snoop. Chris, Chris, is, work. Chris and Snoop whooped that ass, dog. He's like, go, go ahead and put them in them houses, dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the district attorney's office was reviewing the sheriff's department report and will decide whether to charge the team's father. Uh, yo, you think his father is a pussy or you think he's a don? Like, I'm trying to figure, like, on that ride over, was he like, no, this is for your own good, and then let him out? Or do you think he tricked him and was like, yeah, it's a birthday party. I think he tricked that Just child. Just go over there in uh, Mr. Kim's house, and I'll be back in a couple bars, sucker. He, tr- he tricked that child, because ain't no 15-year-old you're going to drop that. Baby, 15, ain't no 15-year-old you're going to drop off her ass whooping, and they're going to take that calmly. Yeah, I don't know he how he did that, it. baby. Depends on how he talked to him, man. Because it could be some G shit. Like, I'm not even, you know what? I'm disgusted. I'm not even going to touch you. But that don't mean he won't. Right, <laughs> right. Um, hey, at least he ain't drop him off with Sandusky. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he rather get uh, the metal pole versus the real pole. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know what, boy? Now you're going to be a Syracuse ball boy. I told you. <laughs> Parents probably doing that shit now. You're going to respect me or I will make you go play down at the Citadel. Yes. He was like, oh, all I got is a beating on the leg. I'll take that any day of a beating on the butt. Uh (laughs) And by the way, Google that. Yes, Citadel got sex scandal too. It's not just the big universities. No, it's not. It wasn't immediately known whether the father was present at the time of the beating. The name of the boys and his parents were not released. Investigators believe Kim has been used in this way by other families in the congregation. And ask for victims and witnesses to come forward. Wow. I'm mad they had an ass with a dude, though, man. Like, I got a guy for that. You know what I'm saying? He's like the kid whisperer and shit. Yeah. <laughs> kids get scared. Yeah. That pole ain't whispering, B. <laughs> yeah. Need someone to beat singing. your kids? There's an app for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, how much is he charging for this shit, dog? That shit is that Abe Lincoln, dog. That's all it is. He walking softly, but he carrying a big ass stick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He probably don't charge for this shit. He probably beat children's asses for free. I do it for free. That's my pleasure. Mm-hmm. I bet you don't charge. Uh, the name of the church was not released. Damn, they keep it this. What is this? The Catholic Church? All this shit is secret. No families, no kids, no churches. Nope. It wasn't for the protection of the child. That's probably why they're not giving the parents names. But the church? So what, put that shit out there, man. Yeah, that's true. You probably find a dude name on Facebook or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Apparently, they don't know if he uh, hired an attorney or whatnot. Um, and they called him, but he did not return their phone calls. He's like, fuck that shit, dog. Oh, of course, he's smart. <laughs> I'm not giving you no evidence, nigga. Well, he's, yeah, this idiots. So um, this is a crazy-ass story, too. Um, we just did a, a show Sunday where we had some white people in the room. So I took a rare opportunity to ask them, why the fuck y'all love horses so much? Ooh. And, uh, you know, we got some good answers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I didn't say fuck, but actually I might have. I don't remember. <laughs> well, I know 
I know that they gave answers and some of them didn't even love horses. I was shocked. And me too. It must have been the same way they were shocked when they found out I was in the office of linemen. Uh, <laughs> a college freshman in southern Arkansas said she watched her mother's boyfriend kill one of five horses that she helped steal from her fellow student rodeo riders. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. The remains of that horse named credit card. <laughs> the horse is named credit card. Yeah. Maybe it was better off dead. What was the other oh. one's credit score? 550, <laughs> 820. Yeah. I don't understand this combo. Uh, they were later found at a southeast Oklahoma property near Jackie Ray Jackson's mother's home. That sounds like a black name. Yeah, I, I saw the picture. She's white. <laughs> For those playing Guess the Race. I was wrong. I thought she was black. It involves horses, Karen. Of course she's white. Oh, my bad. According to an affidavit <laughs> for Jackson's arrest warrant, the other four horses were found malnourished but alive on the same property last month. Authorities arrested Jackson Monday during a traffic stop near Magnolia, where she studies general business at Southern Arkansas University. Jackson, who turns twenty, uh, turns nineteen on Tuesday, faces six felony theft charges Damn. and is being held on one hundred thousand dollars bond at Columbia County Jail. Don't fuck with the horses. Don't fuck Ooh. with the horses. The key to that is white people love horses. Yeah, hey. yeah. Now, if y'all to be the child. It'd have been five thousand. Yeah, even Mike Vick read those charges like, damn. Yeah, that's serious right there. She, she, uh, for that crime, she about to be hung like a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're not horsing around, man. Mm. (laughs) She has, she had not retained an attorney as of Monday, and is expected to appear before a judge this week. Formal charges will come later this month. Warrants have been issued for the arrest of two other suspects. Two people helped with this shit. Why? Yeah, her ass probably couldn't steal the horses by herself. Other suspects are known to be involved, said the police chief. We will, we will work this case until, man, this is a small town. We will work this case until everyone is brought to justice. What? Honey, this right here is the news of the town. What are you talking about? 200 people in this town. Yeah, it should be that hard. Like. Mm. <laughs> that, that fucking law and order music just yes. hit. That turn off. That shit just came in. <laughs> the affidavit for Jackson's arrest warrant claims she committed the crimes by acting as an accomplice. So she's snitching. In the same court document, a university police officer said Jackson had romantic problems with at least one of the owners of the stolen horses. It wasn't clear whether she had problems with the young man who owned credit card. And a university spokesman, Jeremy Langley, declined to discuss a potential motive. Oh, I thought you were going to say she had problems with the horses. I was like, oh, she, she fucking horses? I'm confused. Well, here. I looked up more information on this story. The potential motive is that she also filed a uh, rape assault charges against two members of the team and later admitted that she lied about it. Oh, so I don't know what happened to make her want to get these dudes this bad, but she stole their horses. I don't know. Or she just might be cray cray. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm feeling towards. She she got credit card problems. Her name, Jackie (laughs) Ray Jackson. And she ain't shit. Tyrese. No, that's a black woman. (laughs) She she independent her way. She independent her way out of this shit and right in the jail. Yep. Uh, one of Jackson's fellow Rodian students told her that Jackson asked her who owned the horses that were later stolen. According to the affidavit, another student said Jackson took notes about the locations of the stalls where the stolen horses were housed. Then, under the cover of darkness before the school's rodeo on November 3rd, five horses, including credit card and an, and an aluminum trailer, were stolen. Two rodeo students said they saw a dark-colored truck backing up to the trailer. According to the affidavit, both Jackson and her mother's boyfriend are known to drive dark-colored trucks. 
This is a small <laughs> ass town. It's like 200 people in this town. And the thing is that, of course, she needed help because you're stealing horses out of a fucking barn. You're stealing three of them. Horses, right. you know, this is not a quick task. Well, she stole five of them. Three of the horses were worth $25,000 each. Got the water. The other was worth between five to $25,000. Ooh, this must be some award-winning horses. Yeah. During a recorded phone conversation, Jackie told Jackie, they set up a sting, I guess, on her. Um, so they said, uh, <laughs> they said that um, <laughs> an informant told officials that Jackson had asked for help moving the stolen horses. Authorities wrote in, the, in an affidavit. Jackson said her uh, mother's boyfriend had screwed it up. During a recorded conversation, Jackson told, Jackson told the informant that she wanted credit card to be killed and that she watched her mother's boyfriend shoot the horse and slit his throat. Oh, mm. Peter gonna be all over this. Damn, he gave that nigga the mafia-style shit. It said it, uh, let's see, uh, Jackson then said her mother's boyfriend and a juvenile cut the horse into pieces for easy transport and disposal. Mm. Damn. Mm. So Did they have an acid batch, too? Let me, let's go all the way. where they put it, because if it was a Visa credit card, then maybe it was not accepted everywhere. So that's important. <laughs> 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 um, credit cards remains match her description. When they were found last month. Yeah, they they didn't get to American Express. That's probably the name of the other horses. Right. Oh. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so I guess they couldn't discover card the remains right away. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> um, so this elderly man, uh, you know, we talk about old man strength on this show all the time. Oh, we do. Don't fuck with old people. You know, one time a dude tried to sneak into Trill's house and got caught in the sink. And he caught yeah. that he caught that beat him down. Yeah, that beat wasn't that wasn't good. Oh, well, what this, happened? I ain't heard this story. Oh, he talked about it, it on filling the lanes for a whole episode, but give him the quick rundown, Trill. I'll give you a quick version. I came home at like uh one thirty in the morning from hanging out with some friends and having a couple drinks. And I heard a voice in my house. And I was real surprised. So I I, I rolled through the door and this dude was half in my sink, climbing through my kitchen window, and you know, I'm, I'm, I came out to Iowa City to do grad school at this really good program out here, the Iowa Writers Workshop, because I got to justify why the hell I'm here. And, um, and so there ain't no black people out here. So I know when he saw me, 6'6", 240, with a hat on, and I, I got a lot of hair, so I braided it. It must have been out his fucking nightmares. I didn't know what was going on, but I know I grabbed him by that throat. And I started banging his head against the cabinet right next to, I got the cabinets right next to the sink. Hard ass cabinet. Then I punched him in the face a couple times. I threw him on the floor. And I swear, I kid you not, I started laughing because he looked at me and I had him by the neck and he said, please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted that. I'm a star. You white people are not going to make me the criminal even when you break into my fucking house. Fuck you. But I started <laughs> laughing at him because I was like, he's just a stupid drunk motherfucker. You and know? didn't some white people watch him do this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is what happened. I didn't even bother with the cops except to tell, ask the cops to talk to my neighbors because um, I just let him go, man. And uh, somebody who was watching said he jumped off that damn porch after he got out. He, he just jumped off the porch and went up the fucking block like Usain Bolt. He was scared <laughs> for his life. Ah! And I said, there was like five dudes drinking on the porch next door. I said, what the fuck is wrong with you? You watching a motherfucker climb into my window and you don't call the cops? You know, and somebody made some inappropriate comment. Somebody said, you got the pistol on you, bro? And oh. I just, 
I had blacked out, and I wasn't I wasn't hearing no fucking twenty something white person say nothing stupid. I said, "Motherfucker, your friends will watch while I whoop your motherfucking ass." You know, I had I had blacked out, and I went back in the house after everything calmed down, and I heard them from my window. One of the dudes says this boy he says, "Bobby, when the tall black guy with the hat on is angry, that is not the time for jokes." <laughs> <laughs> He's telling the truth. He's telling the truth, white people. That's Be warned. Funny, man. Yeah, that. So that's that's the story. Well, thank you. No, no problem, Karen. No problem. Um, so so th- this dude also was giving up that beat him down. An elderly Del Rey Beach man. That's right, West Palm Beach, Florida. Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. Um, has been found guilty of killing his live-in girlfriend. Well, at least he wasn't married to her, you know? That's what I'm saying. Stay single as long as you can, fellas. Um, <laughs> killing his living girlfriend with a flashlight battery. Oh, flashlight battery. How heavy was this bitch? <laughs> I, I, heard that, I heard that in my brain before Trill said that shit. That's, that's, <laughs> I was like, I know where this is going. So, uh, right. Alfred Infacino, 82. Was convicted Woo. of second degree murder Monday. Uh, I'm surprised they charged him with murder, man. Uh, why didn't they just uh, charge him with assault and battery? You know what I mean? <laughs> Palm <laughs> Beach County Sheriff's Office detective said Infacino called 911 in October 20, 2010 and said he had uh, killed Rita Chirell, 77, with a flashlight battery. Deputy said they found her body lying on the floor in the master bedroom in a pool of blood. Oh, my. Yeah. It was later determined that she died as a result of blunt force injuries and a loss of blood. He faces up to life in prison, so two to three years. And oh, yeah. Well, he's, he's out of here. He's 82, man. Well, yeah. I can't really fault him because, you know, maybe he was just trying to find out which battery worked on her. He's beating up the double Ds and turning out <laughs> runs on triple A's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy dude like the v like i like part of me wants to know what kind of battery it was because like that determines how bad that ass was you know what i mean yes it does like beating somebody and i think the smaller the worse like you beat somebody to death with like triple a batteries you hate that motherfucker yes you that's a lot of effort now these hey you can take somebody out with them quick yeah, I, I got his defense already it's pretty easy he was off that stimulant man he's 82 you can't be 82 and, and stimulated like that he had that energizer in his system <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the worst part about it man yeah like he, they said he arrived he was still he couldn't stop going and going dog <laughs> <laughs> um all right so this this lady uh decided that it was Time for a relative at her Thanksgiving uh, get-together to be very thankful. A Texas woman was arrested after relatives said she caught, they caught her having sex with a 15-year-old boy on Thanksgiving Day. Okay. Oh, a word. Yeah. Here's some ham, stuff. here's some turkey, and here's a side of my pussy. <laughs> How you like wow, this? That just sounded so dirty. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, Wait a minute. You think he got that itis afterwards? Oh, you know he <laughs> did. The uh, the scene unfolded at a family gathering held on the on the holiday at a house in Oak Ridge Forest Lane. Uh, police arrest Amanda Beliris, twenty three. Oh my god! And Ooh. I saw her picture, man. She looked pretty good, dog. She's like an eight. <laughs> she looked pretty good, and, and, dog. And that's what I don't. <laughs> Understand why you mess with little boy dick? Right. I know. 
Yes. Uh, grown men to give it to you for free, girl. That's, that's probably why they turned her in. All the grown men. See you. Uh, so police arrested uh, the 23-year-old, and they said they wit at the relative said they witnessed her having sexual intercourse with the boy. Somebody seen it. The avid motorcycle racer has been charged with the sexual assault of a child, a second-degree felony, according to the Texas Penal Code. If convicted, she faces between two to twenty years in prison. Wow. Miss Bellaris may also be fined up to ten thousand dollars if she's found guilty of the offense. She's been released on bond. Uh, from the Montgomery County Jail. According to her own statements on the message boards at MotoHouston.com, uh, Mr. Billeris, so wait, Mr. Is she married? Is that a typo or is she saying, I don't know. It says Mr. Billeris suffered injuries in the 2009 motorcycle crash when she was, okay, so that's a typo. Man, yeah, I don't trust some of these news sources. Anyway, um, she suffered injuries when she was in a crash. Uh, she was returning from Ride Smart event in Texas, irony, at, at Texas World Speedway when she was, that left her in a critical condition. She said she received a severe blow to the head and kidney injuries. Mm-hmm. Sadly, I, I wonder if that 15 year old gave her severe blows to the head and the kidneys. You know how we do. She gave him a severe blow. <laughs> <laughs> She did strictly abide by the penal code, by the way. Yes. <laughs> he gave her some penal. He got some... Oh, wait, look at this shit, man. Now she crazy. Y'all said she an eight. She an eight with a touch of crazy. Look at that smile. Oh, no, she crazy, dog. Oh, I mean, yeah, she's crazy. insane. Come on, dog. I wouldn't fuck. I wouldn't stick my dick in that, but no, I'm saying... No, I'm, But I'm abnormally scared of crazy. There's, I yeah, know a lot of these but, dudes that will fuck a but, crazy chick. But, but 15-year-olds, they just know it's pussy. Come on, now. I know in that uh, first yeah. pick, though, she does look good. That's all I'm saying. Yo, dude, does she have a gun uh, holster on her belt? It looks like a knife, knife. holster. Yes. Which oh, is knife a little scarier than a gun. Yeah, they are poking out. What'd you say? Uh, what'd you say, Trill? I thought Trill said something. Did we lose no. Trill? Is it there? Yeah. yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm eating. I didn't want to be rude. Oh, no, no problem, dog. This ain't feeling the lane. It's all right, Chi. Go ahead and eat that cereal. <laughs> MC, milk is cereal killer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, anyway, she received a severe blow to the head and kidney injuries, and that was after the wreck. Mr. Mrs. Billeris, who ah. once owned a white and pink Honda, would regularly make posts on MotoHouston.com, which is a discussion forum for Houston's local motorcycle riders. Uh-oh. On her Facebook page, she lists her college major as communication studies and interpersonal. Mm, I wonder oh, why. Which means, which means they didn't have anything else to say, but they hit her Facebook page up in the message board. So, <laughs> they, Wait, what, what happened, though? Who turned it in, dog? The family, family. man. Seems, seems. Probably that uncle who didn't get none. Yeah, he was That's like, she, she wouldn't let me That's fuck some player hating right there. Yeah. Know. 15 year old dude had all the game. Um, now every Thanksgiving, that dude's gonna be like, Man, I need to get some pussy though. This, uh, <laughs> this Thanksgiving, ain't com- that was his first time. Oh this my Thanksgiving ain't, ain't complete without dessert, if you oh know what my. I mean. Every time Thanksgiving comes around, he's just gonna have a memory of that first nut. He's gonna be going to her house <laughs> for Thanksgiving all the time and shit. I, was, I already ate Thanksgiving, but yeah. I would like some of that pie. Yeah, turkey green and sperm. Yeah, yes. Taking that turkey to the jail. Isn't her. <laughs> oh yes. Well, you know it's sword season and it's starting to wind down because we're getting less and less sword stories, and that's good. It's kind of like hurricane season; it gets really intense for like a month and then it dies down. But uh, this story, most people would say, isn't a sword season story, but it actually is. Uh oh. 
portland police arrest a man wednesday night after they say he used a toy lightsaber to attack people at toys r us damn attacking the kids by the time officers arrived they said three people had already been assaulted by the 33 year old man with the toy one officer attempted to calm the man down but he kept swinging the lightsaber and yelling incoherent statements he thought he was a Jedi or something. What's going on I'm here? assuming his incoherent statements were, boom, 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 Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what that shit was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the officer said they tried to use a taser on him, but the man managed to break the wires free using the lightsaber. Damn. Oh, shoot, he a Jedi for real. Yeah, the force was strong with that nigga, son. He's <laughs> like, get that, well, get that up off of it made out of? More than plastic. Well, I mean, we already saw that uh, when the Emperor tried to hit Luke with that lightning, that shit didn't really work that long. Nope. Like, he yeah. just, Darth Vader just stepped in and helped him. Um, after after the taser attempts, police were able to tackle him and take him to custody. The suspect, David Canterbury, was treated for injuries and take, they beat his ass and taken to a hospital <laughs> for <laughs> mental evaluation. They, they beat him with that license. They, they beat, beat the him shit with out that dude. They always do that though. They was like he was treated for injuries sustained in the tackle. Uh, <laughs> Canterbury was placed in a, on a police uh, hold at the hospital and given citations for three counts of fourth degree assault, one count of third degree theft, one count of resisting arrest, and one count of interfering with a police officer. Oh yeah, they whipped his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This so this kid, this teenager, threatened Santa Claus. Wow. A British teenager has threatened to kill Santa Claus if she doesn't get what she wants. Oh. Yeah. And, and see, I, I know folks love Santa, but people wonder why you need to go ahead and tell your kids Santa ain't real. Yeah, shit got Hell real. No. Tell them it's real. She might have been threatening you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like your mom get a postcard and shit. Bitch. Dear bitch. <laughs> your broke ass didn't buy me what I wanted. This Christmas, I don't ask for much. So if I don't get at least two of the things I want, I will literally kill you, exclamation mark. Do you understand? Question mark, exclamation mark. How's <laughs> the girl pissed? Oh, also, I'll hunt down your reindeers. I feel like Sam Jackson wrote this shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'll hunt down your reindeers. Cook them and serve them meat to homeless people on Christmas Day. Damn, she ruthless, ain't she? I hope they're burning hell. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they deserve to die. Uh, Makita. And I ate the antlers, too. <laughs> Makita Austin, 13, <laughs> wrote, oh, shit, wrote in her letter, um, no one wants that, so there's what I want. The girl lists a Blackberry, money, a dress, high-top Converse shoes, and the real Justin Bieber. The real Justin Bieber. Well, you can cross Justin Bieber off that list, baby. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's not not up for that. Remember two of these or you remember two of these or you die. She wrote signing it. Love from Kitty. Oh, well, she's going to make some man a happy, happy home one day. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> she's going to be a crazy you, you ass know, woman. The thing to do for Christmas. I've been doing this, man. Take advantage of anything that newspapers let you do. So, like, if they have a thing where you can write letters to Santa as a child, put your homeboy's name on that shit or your homegirls and write a letter to Santa with some funny shit in code that only they will get. Like, <laughs> I've been doing that shit at the newspaper down here. I've been like, yo, I just want a cat named Griffin. 
and I want um somebody to keep me warm because I need a new coat, like because my homie got a big hole in his coat, and then that shit was in the newspaper. It was hot. I'm telling you. That's awesome. Um, let's see. Her mother found the letter and said she thought the letter was humorous. What? Bitch, you have a crazy daughter. There's nothing funny about finding discovering your 13 year old is crazy as shit. Like, oh, it's funny. <laughs> She'll kill someone. And she wants to fuck Justin Bieber. Oh, well. And my thing is, like he was saying, if she talking about she'll kill Santa Claus, she'll kill you. No, she needs a little ass whooping. This is this is the child who nobody uh, set her ass down and say, baby, you don't always get what you want. And you will be disappointed sometimes in life. Yeah, I drop off at Kim's house. Keep it moving. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's Santa house right there. Uh, meet me, bitch. Holla back. She'll try to get, she tries, she's gonna try to get her daughter everything she wants. I know it sounds like she's spoiled, but I like to get my daughter what she wants. It sounds also, like she's spoiled. Also, you don't want to get on her wrong side, Uh-oh, Tracy. Negligent parent. Yeah, that's not, that's not like mama, that's not like she whoops mama's ass. That's what that you sounds know, like. That's not like she's like, bitch, I told you. <laughs> you better take me to go see Santa. You know how I get mama. She was like, she was like, I said Santa had to give me two things, but the rest of this shit is on you. Um, <laughs> Whatever Santa don't get me, you responsible for. Although she admitted getting the Canadian pop singer might be difficult because Bieber will be busy with his own family on Christmas Day. He'll come, but he's going to be expensive as shit. Austin told reporters she didn't see any problem with the letter. I want all these things, and I don't see why I shouldn't get them, she said. She don't see nothing wrong with this letter. Bitch, you crazy, too. Mm. That's why everybody don't need to have kids, man. That's right. Well, speaking of having kids, Jerry Sandusky. Oh. <laughs> Sandusky. Uh-huh. Apparently, one of his lawyers says that his newest defense is that, and I'm not making this up, he was trying to teach troubled youth how to shower properly. Yeah, everyone yeah. knows you have to shower with a dick in your ass. That's the only way you shower. <laughs> yeah, so he was Like te- that says, soap on a rope, dick on a rope. Yeah, <laughs> them hard to reach places. He was <laughs> <laughs> like, get all up in there. She all up in there. I my penis, and I just scrub. A new, a new, a new attorney, Carl uh, Rominger, recently joined up with the Jerry Sangusi defense team, and he started taking lawyering Joe Amadola. Well, he started to make lawyering Joe Amadola. I guess it's an old lawyer or something. Mm-hmm. Sandusky's blundering counsel looked like Larry Tribe. I don't even know what that reference is. That shit's over my head. Yes. Yeah. The fuck did Lupe Fiasco write that? <laughs> Rominger did an interview with ABC 27 in Harrisburg and he gave the most odious explanation yet for Jerry Sandusky showering with young boys. He said Sandusky was trying to help because these kids didn't know how to lather up. Bullshit. What's these kids? Yeah, Five. Yeah, well, he's like, you know, teach me how to sudsy. Teach me how to sudsy. Yeah, hot, Some- warm, salty lather. <laughs> Some of these kids. <laughs> Some of these kids don't have basic hygiene skills. Teaching a person to shower at the age of 12 or 14 sounds strange to some people, but people who work with troubled youth will tell you there's a lot of juvenile delinquents and people who are dependent who have to be taught basic life skills, like how to put soap on their body. Mm. Now, how many people in the industry of helping children just went, no, nah, nigga. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I mean, like it's, don't it's, put it's, me in this shit. Not, you know, my niece is five. I could, I could see with her. But even with her, that's one of them things where you stand by or keep the door shut just to be sure she don't drown herself. But you let her wash your own ass. Yeah, yeah. you're not gonna 
let me show you how to shower by hopping in the shower naked with you. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, you let your kids shower on their own, and then you let the kids at school tell them if they stink or not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that'll get solved real quick. Or, or, no, that's, that's one of those things, though. It's so taboo. It's like kitty porn to me. Where, like One of my worst nightmares is that someone will put kitty porn on my computer. You know, like One of my other worst nightmares is like I don't even want to be near no naked kid in the bathtub. Me neither, I mean, dog. I misinterpret it. Like, I, don't, I might be handing them a, a, a thing of Irish Spring, dog. I feel uncomfortable with that, man. You might look at it wrong. Yeah, and, and I didn't really think about it, but um, when Layla was smaller... Uh, me and Roderick's uh, dad was there, and her, uh, I think her diaper or something needed to be changed. So I just changed the diaper with no problem. And he looked at me, he said, thank God you're here. He said, because I would just feel uncomfortable touching her, even though I'm not going to do anything to her, anything like that. He said, just something about dealing with children of the opposite sex, especially when... I'm scared. First of all, I'm scared of everyone's child. Everybody's. Like, I'm yeah. scared of children. Like, like, people won't, won't understand because most people are intimidated of black men. I'm scared of white women and children, dog. Yes. No one's going to ever take your word over theirs. Even if they wrong, even dog. Even if they make that shit up. Yo. Yo, I got a stalker in this town. Mm-hmm. And she's, um... She, she's crazy. She used to send me so many texts. She'd be saying crazy shit to me showing up. And I talk, I reached out to my ex-girl. I said, yo, I tried to handle this. I'm calling the cops. She said, that's the last damn thing you should do. You in Iowa, and this is a white woman with blonde hair and blue eyes. You will end up in jail if you call the cops on her. I guarantee it. Wow. And I thought about that. I said, you right. Yeah, because they're going to send it to the house, and she's going to do them crocodile tears, and the she story gonna like, ain't going to be the same. Me. Yep. yep. Like, I'm like, you called him 87 times after a rape? Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, let's lock his ass up. Sounds good it. enough to me. Open and shut case, Johnson. And they'll be like, on the way to the uh, courthouse, Trilly fell and is being treated yeah, for yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's being treated for injuries after resisting arrest. Um, we had to tase him, but he ran. Well, speaking of rape, that's right. Wow. This is a good show. A survey that asked fraternity members of the University of Vermont about their preferred rape victim, allegedly circulated by members of Sigma Phi Epsilon, has <laughs> wow, <laughs> them Sigmas has resulted in a fraternity suspension and a visit from its national headquarters, according to the university officials. Oh my! The matter has been forwarded to campus police to determine if there is a criminal aspect to the incident. Thomas J. Gustafson, vice president for student and campus life, said Tuesday. We don't know what we've got right now. We don't know which individual or individuals are involved. Sigma oh, that means some raping was going on. No, no, I don't. I hope not. Signify the signify epsilon survey question was: If you could rape someone, who would it be? According to it, <laughs> if fuck you off. could, I'm sorry. I, I I know I'm not due, but I went want pussy that don't want me. I'm maybe maybe I'm the only one. I know at I'll that. be that's, that's a, a losing cause. I know I'll be making niggas mad when I say this, but I don't get frats. I just don't fucking get it, man. This shit is stupid. With you 100%. I paid money to get beat up and accepted into a group of people so I could fill out a rape survey. I'll pass, nigga. Oh, yeah, and going <laughs> back to that with the hazing, uh, you guys talked about Robert Champion, who died. Yeah. An idiot. Uh, he came, he actually graduated from the, my high school, and um, it's another, she's a female. She had got her hip broken or something like that from being in the band. She came from my high school, too. And it is so stupid. Like, where's your common sense at? 
of knowing like getting beat up is not worth it for anything yeah it's dumb like hazing is stupid as shit man i know a lot of sports teams use it a lot of uh fraternities use it bands use it people just find a way yeah it's just stupid i'm sorry dog that shit is not smart and if you think it is you not smart dog that shit is stupid and you can't be my friend that's that's the way it goes <laughs> like i'm not even gonna i'm not gonna go that far because i'm i have friends that are in frats but i'll never understand it like i'm sorry bro like i had a friend that was like man we need to pledge together that nigga ended up being online for over a year like almost two years and that motherfucker my one of my best friends to this day but i'm like nigga i ain't getting my ass whipped for no year and a half mm-hmm. what's this <laughs> i need that i'm a star dog get nah. me free Ah, grapes at four in the morning while they girl in bed with them and shit like that. I done heard all the stories, man. Yeah. Being in the same room and shitting in the same room as 10 other motherfuckers because you locked in there after drinking a gallon of water. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I had a, a, a one dude in our suite that was pledging one time and uh this nigga came back with bruises on his ribs dog <gasps> like it was like black and blue all over his ribs i was like nigga you need to learn them greek alphabets a little bit faster yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Yo, but then they start getting real like real like i don't know too too homoerotic dog because i remember after people crossed they still was um paddling each other like mm-hmm. they would get drunk and have contests like do you think you could take my stroke and they'll be like, in I'm not making this up. This isn't even a joke. I, I was like, yo, he said, he's like, yeah, I love doing that shit. To let that nigga know he can't take my stroke. I'm like, yo, dude, this is wild, man. Yeah. Like, the dude asked with a wooden paddle, talking about take that, take that, take that, like Pump Daddy. <laughs> that shit lame, dog. They bust out and dance too, then? All I'm saying is it's lame, dog. And I, I don't know, man. It's one of those things where, like, I think if you go through it, you feel like you got to defend it. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. got if you got your ass whooped, you gonna feel like well, Rod's saying I got my ass whooped for nothing, which is what I'm saying. But then, <laughs> then but then you gotta defend it because you like you know I didn't get my ass whooped for nothing. It's gotta be something to it. But they never been able to properly explain it to a point where I actually could understand, man. I feel like it's a fake psychological trick that they run on you to make you feel that phony brotherhood by putting you through some fucked up situations with these this group of people in a short period of time. And then you come out having this false brotherhood. But I have a real brother. I know what that shit is. It's different. You know what I mean? I'm not giving my life for no nigga because we got paddled together. That's that's not the same, nigga. (laughs) You know how people have them double standards and they just fight on that live forever, man? Yeah. Because I was thinking about this the other day, too. Like, I got a lot of people... Like, my male friends, women are like, yo, I, want, I don't even want to know what men say when they're alone. You, you don't want to know ten times worse than you don't want to know. And my male friends will call me up sometimes, and they'll be talking to me about their marital problems or their problems with their girl. And then they'll call me up, like, five minutes later and, and tell me how, like, this chick just sucked them off in, at an Arby's who's not their girl. I'm All like, right. we can't have both of those conversations. Yeah. <laughs> we can't have like, both of these conversations. I start going crazy, though. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. I'm thinking, like, we're not one of these in one of these conversations, if not both. We're not in reality anymore. Yeah. Like, either you honest all the way or nothing can ever be honest. And that's the way I feel about that frat shit, too, what you're saying. Like, I know some of them know that shit is retarded, but they'll defend it to the death. You know, right, like, I, and, I did it. So like I do, I was in a class one time, and uh, oh no, it was a club. I think it was a newspaper or a club or some shit for my uh, college. Because um, I was like, all right, cool. I want to write for the newspaper and shit. I like writing. So um, this one chick was in there, and one of the frats was getting kicked off campus. So I was like, yo, we should cover this shit because you know this is like the third time they've been kicked off campus in like ten years. It's getting to be a big thing, you know. And sh- this chick, she was like, I'm in a sorority. 
and i was like okay like what got to do with me first thing why are you yelling no one was yelling <laughs> why are you yelling at me ma'am you're getting real defensive and she was like is you don't understand this is a religion to me this is like a religion and i was just like I don't understand what they got to do with them hazing motherfuckers and them getting kicked off campus. That's right. For shit that they not supposed to be doing. Like, they got, they obviously went too far. You riding for them going too far? It's like, you wouldn't understand. You're not part of this. You don't come from this. So you don't get it. And I was just like, you know what, man? This shit's stupid. You know what I'm saying? I just walked out. Like, this shit is dumb, man. Like, y'all gonna let this bitch act crazy in here over something that is obviously fucking wrong, man. I don't get these people. I'm never gonna get them. You go through it. I'm not, like I said, I ain't going to say some shit like you can't be my friend, but yeah, cause I'll just, that shit weird. And and, and I have yeah. one of my best friends pledged and I don't have a problem with that at all. I, I just think that for some people, they just take it too far. And when you take it too far, people are dying and things like that. That's why I check out. I mean, yeah. a lot of people do shit I don't, that I don't agree with. What the fuck am I going to say? I'm not, do, am I, am I saying that I, that it's dumb? Am I saying, am I judging you? Yes, but I also judge niggas for a bunch of shit. So what are you gonna do? And, and just to, I guess, finish up that story, uh, cause recently, um, because of so many affiliations between Southwest and, uh, FAMU, they've actually shut down band operations in DeKalb County because mm-hmm. of the hazing. So it's, it's going down. Yeah. That shit is dumb, man. And, I'm the, sorry. and the sad part about it is that people that were not in that shit, now they can't participate in band. Like that shit, like if, put it like this, if, if that shit, if you call that shit Mormonism, motherfuckers would be like, it's a cult. But because it's Sigma Phi Theta or some shit, all of a sudden it's cool. You know, like, so you put some Greek letters on it and now it's not fucking mental, uh, (laughs) some type of mental hold that these niggas got on you. Come on, man. But yeah, I know niggas that got beat, man. I'm looking at the chat room now, man. Um, J full. Sure. You pay to join that organization. Um, and then, but I know lots of people who got their ass whooped for no benefit, don't know founders, and got bros that they hate. Yeah, I mean, but he says you don't pay to get beaten. They they taking your money and they beating you, dog. I feel like you paid to get beaten. That's a pay that's the exchange I'm looking at. Yeah, you pay dues, and it's like you said, it's not like a real brother or sister. If you quit paying them shit, they'll put you out. Right. I mean, I'm not gonna front on frats and sororities on. Like, I just think you got to keep stuff in perspective. Like, you could do that. We all do things for social reasons. Right. Or sometimes Machiavellian advancement. Like, mm-hmm. who knows? Sometimes maybe you're not particularly social. Or your uncle plus your mother and your father were all in one. Well, that would be weird, Fred, if your mother was in it. But, right. Um, but, you know, like, cool. But keep it in perspective. It's like, I like fucking in public, dog. But yeah. But I'm not going to ride on that. Well, exactly. Public. But I'm not, <laughs> not going to be like, yo, this is that shit. What the fuck you talking about? The realest shit, nigga. If you attacking this, you attacking me. Right. Like, I'm gonna be like, yo, I'm a little embarrassed about it, man. I've done it a few times. I know it's just a quirk. It's all right. Like. I'm not gonna, like you said, I'm not gonna ride on that. She's gonna ride on that in public. <laughs> now, I'm, and I, and I, and I like, to see. I mean, and I mean, I understand, dog. You think I haven't had sex in that newspaper office myself? Of course. <laughs> but that is not the point of what we are talking about. I <laughs> know it's not. <laughs> But um, the real point is, I, the shit is dumb, man. It's like, I, I've done dumb shit, man. I don't see why they can't be like, this shit dumb. I got my ass whooped. I paid for it. That shit was dumb. Why can't you be? I'm not saying the entire things are dumb. I actually think fraternities, um, especially the black ones in my school, were a fucking smart idea. And in, in principle, in principle, they would be, they would add a lot 
of value to our university in principle. Now, did they do the shit that they said they were supposed to do? Like, no. you know, have the fundraisers, clean the campus. Right. No, no, they not the ones on my campus. They didn't Every, do everything a lot of evolves shit. Evolves like that, everything right? Evolves. It's like what we were saying earlier: how everybody finds a way to make a, a buck out of even the most innocuous thing. Even the things with the best purpose and intentions going in eventually evolve to become something else, man. So, you know, if we can all accept that and have an adult conversation about that, then we could admit that the Mr. Servon song, he was like, I want to hit it again. Oh, by the way, last night I fucked your friend. Right. That's Mr. Servon featuring Moby Dick. We, we can admit the same. that. Definitely look it up. Um, Kids ages 8 to 10, speaking of getting their serve on. Rob uh, another rob some classmates with toy gun. Oh, we sticking them up with toys now? Yeah. We we sticking it up with gun with toys Don't and pussy shit. Now. Ass nigga. Get a fucking real nine. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Jay Full also said you don't have to be beaten. But see, I you're not gonna fool me though, dog, because I know people that went paper and them niggas don't get no respect. At all. They get they joked. Don't. So don't come on now. They come get on, joked man. off of campus. Stop trying to flip it, man. I know. I I, I went to my school, dog. Yes. I know how it goes. You I can, don't even think they let you go on the line or whatever it's called when they're getting they uh, don't. inducted. Yeah, you can't pledge. You can't even um like you like if you pledge grad ca- chapter, they get mad, dog. Yep. They, they like if you like... don't get that ass whooping, you don't count, nigga. Anyway. A pair of elementary students may face criminal charges after allegedly threatening a group of classmates with a toy gun to snag some candy and chips. Damn. Warren Police Lieutenant Dan Beck said the boys ages 8 and 10 who are students at Lincoln Elementary approached a group of schoolmates with a fake weapon around 4 p.m. Tuesdays. Uh, one of the boys allegedly pointed the black gun with an orange tip at the children and demanded money. The suspects did, then went through the victim's backpacks in search of cash, instead making off with snacks. Yeah, <laughs> what kind of money do you expect these children to have on them? I love how children's priorities immediately change. Like it was, like that was still a win for them niggas. Like they're like, oh, but we got candy. All right, all right, fuck that. We can eat now, nigga. That's as good as the money. Yep. Mm-hmm. Beck said the victims, four from Lincoln Elementary, including two nine-year-olds, a seven and an eight-year-old, and one Lincoln Middle School student, age 11, Aww. were not injured in the incident that occurred close to the school near Nine Mile and Van Dyke. Are these kids white? Because if these kids were not white, this would they were like the nine-year-old, seven, eight, eleven-year-old, whoop their asses for coming at them with that toy gun. Well, I doubt they were. I doubt they were white because this happened in Detroit. So, oh. The t- oh, and the toy gun must have looked real or something. <laughs> and it happened at nine mile. That shit ain't that far from eight mile. The toy gun. <laughs> Just one mile. Well, I've been to Detroit, man. That's a rough city, dog. The toy gun has not been recovered. <laughs> the cops are out there looking for the gun. I know, right? <laughs> it's a toy <laughs> gun. They're out there like, the we need a, the evidence. It's in a toy chest somewhere. Like, them niggas put it in concrete or some shit. Yeah. Um. Hard criminals. It's pretty sad. These kids, these young would do this. Kids this young would do something like this. Added, he didn't know the specific of the treats taken. Beck said the boys had been identified and arrangements are being made to have them brought in for questioning. Beck said the children could be charged with armed robbery. Uh, currently the superintendent said they take this very seriously. It's disheartening and very disappointing. We work hard with our kids to make sure everyone is safe and they and that they understand right from wrong. Sometimes kids don't follow through the way you would like. Man, you think he pistol whipped them? He may have. <laughs> and after he beat him, he was like, and now you my brother. You welcome to the frat. Um, <laughs> take whatever. <laughs> this, this, 
<laughs> district officials are, man, fraternity niggas gonna be mad as shit with ASO. <laughs> district <laughs> officials will meet with the boys and their parents to determine if they'll face expulsion and take whatever steps we feel are appropriate. Um, so, yeah, kids might get in trouble, whatever. And they should. It's Detroit, man. They that I call that they call that shit armed robbery. I call that shit Tuesday. And this is what niggas do in Detroit. Get them cookies. Um, Bitch. I'm not I'm not reading all this story, but this this lady set up a crystal meth making site. My name is Nicole. What the fuck? And I like Shut it. up, Nicole. Um, this. <laughs> Fucking, you got pop ups, nigga. Yeah, the pop up just hit me out of, out of nowhere, nowhere and started talking yes. and shit. Um, Congratulations. You want a free iPad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oklahoma woman was accused of cooking meth inside of Walmart. Damn. Oh, shoot. My name is Nicole. Damn it. What the fuck? Nicole, I didn't even... go away. This bitch is really fucking Nicole is, does not give a fuck. She's like, even if you don't click on me, nigga. You gonna listen to me, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do you think you're doing, Rod? Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, she was arrested for mixing chemicals needed to make meth inside, uh, Walmart. <laughs> so she could not, she'll blow the whole fucking Walmart <laughs> she up. She couldn't wait for her hit dog. She, she started mixing the shit in the Walmart. Do, do, do she not know they film everything? Nobody told her to do a camera sale. She's just like, I need six Sudafeds. Like everyday low prices working together. <laughs> Here's a rollback. Take this meth. Uh, she had a. She also had her one-year-old son in the store. <gasps> uh, <laughs> Are you serious? Karen clutched her pearls on that one. I'm sorry. People need to start thinking. If she has family, she needs to think about her family. If you are broke, do something. Get a job. Do something better with your life. Don't do something like. <laughs> something like that is just wrong. Herman Cain said about the one percent, <laughs> the ninety-nine percent. Um, somebody named Fuentes said, who was a shopper, obviously a Republican. Police said once Walmart security knew that she was, uh, her name was Elizabeth Half Moon. Uh, once they knew that oh, what she was up to, that's, that's, that's her name, idea. dog. Um, Half Moon, dog. Half Moon. <laughs> sad, sad. What I saw was she, <laughs> I'm sorry. What I saw is that she had just finished mixing. Um, she had just finished up her mixing process of some sulfuric acid with starter fluid in a bottle and was in the process of taping the cap onto the bottle, uh, said the officer. They took Half Moon. Oh, so they rolled up on her while she was in the process. Yeah. They took Half Moon into custody and got her and the ingredients out before anyone got hurt. I thought she blew some shit up. Yeah. So she was about to blow shit up, dog. Literally, yes, she was. Yo, meth is the one of those drugs where people do so much to get it that it me like it's not. I don't know how it. anyone can be a first time meth user. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas lose their teeth. That shit gets in their skin. Mm-hmm. Like, what about that? Do you see and go? Well, I think I need. To, I think I need to try some meth, dog. Nah, my thing is it blows shit up. What about that? Don't people understand? Speaking of blowing shit up, Thomas Footit, 33 years old, uh, left his pal Neil Crichton needing hospital treatment for a gash on the back of his head after the incident during a night of heavy drinking and bowness. What could have happened? He took it to the head, dog. <laughs> Straight to the head. Carlisle Crown Court heard yesterday that Footit. Footit. <laughs> Had not, had not meant to hurt Mr. Crichton, 
but had done so by the reckless way he was waving the weapon around his head. What kind of weapon? Prosecutor Beck McGregor told the court foot tit <laughs> who, who comes who comes from Greenock near Glasgow. These sounds like the characters from Archer. Yeah, sounds like one of the like hobbits and shit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, foot tit. Uh, first met Mr. Crichton when he was visiting his sister Kim at her flat in Helm Close, Bowness in August. She took him to meet Mr. Christian in his flat downstairs, and the two men got on so brilliantly, he went back there, armed with the sword, mm-hmm. and a few bottles of drink a few days later. Why would you need to go, hey, we got a loan, man. Mind if I bring my fucking sword? Wow. What? This this nigga would like to see my sword, man. That's my boy, man. Anyway, we're gonna get on some Xbox, play some swords. Um, so then uh, the Scotch the Scotsman started <laughs> wow. showing off by swinging the sword around, accidentally hitting Mister Christian in the head as he sat in the armchair. Mister Christian suffered an injury but was treated with three staples in the hospital. Mm. So now his head is the staple center. Foot tit, who's. <laughs> whose previous convictions included several four offenses involving knives, pleaded guilty. See, I always said knives was a gateway uh, weapon to <laughs> swords, dog. Of course. Yeah. Uh, play, he pleaded guilty to causing actual bodily harm. In mitigation, defense barrister David Burrell said foot tits problems all stem from his chronic alcoholism. Uh-oh. He said he could not explain how he could have come by the sword. What does the sword and alcoholism got to do with each other? Uh well we have a lot of stories involving alcohol before somebody does some ratchet shit with a uh sword. And I understand, I understand that, but but how can you justify the alcoholism because of the sword? That's my question. Well, it's oh cool. he was drunk, so it's all right. Did he got a sword? No. Well, it's cool. They dropped the charges because after he cut him with the sword, he uh he was inducted into the Omegas, so it's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> Trump is not gonna host the controversial Republican debate. Of course. And I'm not reading the rest of this story. I'm just saying you can't host a debate if nobody's going to come. Yes. And you and you know what? This is how I feel. Nigga, they don't take you seriously. Did, what about that? Don't you understand? You are a fucking laughing stock. They were, and the people that, sh- that said they were going to show up were idiots. I like that this is the first time that somebody was like, you know what, man? No, Trump. (laughs) And that's what they said. Like, Republicans always entertain these idiots, man. These fucking vapid waste of humanity. And they will sign. And they'll fucking, they'll go through, they'll jump through these hoops and all this shit. They'll sign these fucking, I'll never raise taxes. I don't give a fuck if the earth, asteroids about to hit the earth. And then they'll be like, uh, yeah, so I made that promise and now I can't really run in the general election because I have signed some crazy shit. With trying to, you know, trying to uh, cater to my base. And I'm glad that they said no to this racist motherfucker, man. It's the they, first smart thing any Republican's done. I'm glad done. they did too. Not only that, they came out, some of them came out and said, I'm not coming out because you're an idiot. You you know, we wouldn't have a real debate with you. Yeah, fuck that dude. Um, this definitely has to be still falling out from that birth certificate fiasco. Yeah. Oh, he'll bring that shit up. Come on now, come on. Mm-mm. Speaking yeah. of stalking, oh. stalking an ex is never attractive. No matter how much money you have. You sure? Some folks like crazy now. Some, some Trill, folks. Did, did she have a lot of money, man? Uh, nah, and and I, I wasn't interested in her crazy either. Yeah. I don't That's yeah, nothing thing. going for her except some titties. Them shits look good, though. Yeah. <laughs> crazy titties. But for one New York investment manager, he couldn't seem to take the hint. 
It all started when Lauren met Mike at the New York Philharmonic. After one horrific date, according to Lauren, she never responded to his lingering text and voicemail messages. One date, this nigga started stalking. In return for going AWOL, a business-like email of over 1,600 words landed in her email. Six, uh, this is a fucking essay? Wow. Yes, yeah. Mike Googled her email address. I'm in this joint. Outlining every move that she had led him, that she, how she led him on. The email got posted on Reddit. What is Reddit? Does anybody know what that is? Reddit no. is like, um, shit, I want to say, I, I don't know what to compare it to. Might as well compare it to Craigslist. It's, it's just a forum where people post a whole bunch of shit and a lot of people go frequent and they have a lot of traffic and shit. Okay. Well, apparently, uh, she got caught. She got caught out there, dog. Um, so anyway, she, um, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It reminds me of the guy who, uh, who got offended by Nagasaki and he actually had the right amount of minutes that y'all dissed him on. The oh yeah, the dude that was like, Y'all dissed me for forty six minutes. And thirty two seconds. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that dude was um I don't know. He was crazy. <laughs> anyway, let me finish reading this. So um in return for going AWOL, she got a letter sixteen hundred uh words to her email inbox he googled her address outlining every move of how she led him on the email got posted on reddit and it's circulating the internet check out the entertaining yet someone insane email from mike to lauren if if only she had hadn't twirled her hair and liked classical music Uh oh hi lauren i'm disappointed in you i'm disappointed that i hadn't haven't gotten a response to my voicemail and text messages Uh uh-oh FYI, <laughs> I suggest that you keep in mind that emails sound more impersonal, harsher, and are easier to misinterpret than in-person or phone communication. After all, people can't see someone's body language or tone of voice in an email. I'm not trying to be harsh, patronizing, or insulting in this email. I'm honest and direct by nature. I'm going to be that way in this email. By the way, I did a Google search, so that's how I came across your email. Well, damn. That's some damn... That's that's love right there. Like, how many people's stories start out with, you know, I met your mother when I was stalking her online after a date gone wrong. <laughs> I found your Twitter name because I, I Googled you. I met her through fucking Google. <laughs> <laughs> now, 25 years later, <laughs> I love her. Um, I assume that you no longer want to go out with me. <laughs> In parentheses, if you do want to go out with me, then you should let me know. <laughs> Still holding hope. Oh my. I suggest that you make a sincere apology to me for giving me mixed signals. I feel led on by you. Things that happen during our date include, but are not limited to, the following. What 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 is this? You play with your hair a lot. A woman playing <laughs> a woman playing with her hair is a common sign of flirtation. You can even do a Google search on it. That's how I found your ass. When a woman ah! plays when a, <laughs> Damn, make me want to go dog shit. When a woman plays her hair, Karen, now you're trying to be sexy on the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Somebody go email you. Back. You wanted it. Man. Yeah, feedback show. No, be like, thank you. When you said that you were trying to be sexy, you were playing with your hair. <laughs> what hair? No, thank you. When a woman plays with her hair, she is preening. I've never had a date where a woman played with her hair as much as you did. In addition, it didn't look like you were playing with your hair out of nervousness. We had lots of eye contact during our date. On a per-minute basis, I've never had as much eye contact during a date as I did with you. Wow. You said it was nice to meet you at the end of our date. 
A woman could say this statement as a way to show that she isn't interested in seeing a man again, or she could mean what she said, that it was nice to meet you. The statement by itself is inconclusive. <laughs> so then why that wasn't included? Oh, wow. It, anyway. We had a nice conversation over dinner. I don't think I'm being delusional in saying this. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think I'm being delusional in saying this statement. In my opinion, leading someone on, i.e. giving mixed signals, is impolite and immature. It's bad to do that. Normally, I would not be asking for information of a woman I and I don't go out again after the first date. However, in our case, I'm curious because I think our date went well and that there's a lot of mixed potential for a serious relationship. Or a lot of potential for a serious relationship. Of course, it's difficult to predict what will happen, but I think there's a lot of potential for a serious relationship developing between us one day. Or at least there was before your non-response to my voicemail and text messages. Bitch! Like, I keep feeling like somebody, I wrote you slim, but you still ain't calling. That shit. <laughs> wow. Look, man, that, this is a, a prime example of the evils of listening to Drake. This dude got the new Drake album, and next thing you know, he's writing these emails, man. That's how it happens, dog. It's, I mean, people keep thinking that it goes, you know, that it's all, uh, that, it's, that it happens real quick. I think it, it's not overnight. You, you just start listening to Drake. And slowly and slowly, you just start feeling like, I need to see in this email. I'm going to Google her name. I'm going to find her email address. I'm going to let that bitch know what's on my mind. Wow. So I, I got, man, I got so many emails right now up on my screen. But I don't think I can actually read all of these. But um, I got the emails. I saved them for the cops just in case. Whoa. So I got the emails from this girl. And, and several of them start with, I know I said I would never contact you again, but... Wow. So then I finally told them my email address. I'd had deleted my email account. So then I got this email on my birthday a little while ago. It said, I know you don't read this, but that's how it starts. <laughs> she don't even think the email account exists. She still sent that wow. shit. Wow. Yeah, dude, even on his shit, man, he says, like, why am I writing you? Like, this, that should not be a rhetorical question, why man. Right? You, should, you, you should ask yourself. He says, well, hopefully we will go out again. Why would you go out with someone after reading this shit? If we don't, I gain utility for expressing my thoughts to you. In addition, even if you don't want to go out again, I would like to get feedback as to, <laughs> as to why you wouldn't want to go out again. Why, Norm so you can murder and kill me? Normally, I wouldn't ask a woman for this type of feedback at their first date, but this is the exception given. I think we have a lot of potential. Potential yeah. what? What are you getting, potential Chris Paul in the trade? Me? It's like, I need a number one draft pick. <laughs> Your second round draft pick. I would respond back to this and say the reason was basketball reasons. <laughs> the perfect example. Anyway, it's long as shit. I'm not reading all this. But you guys can find it on your own, man. It's on the Huffington Post, man. Niggas out here stalking. Wow. Um, by the way, uh, Trill, did you know that Michael Jordan is an asshole? I had heard rumors. I heard the whispers. Okay. Well, um, guess what? He did some asshole shit. Surprise. Oh, you don't say. Michael Jordan is away, a year away from moving his, to his new Jupiter home, and his neighbors are already up in arms. A source inside the ultra-exclusive The Bears Club, a golf development built by the legendary Jack Nicholas, helps Gossip Extra, uh, tells Gossip Extra that the six-time NBA champ isn't following proper etiquette on the development's pristine course. Word. Jordan is building a 37,000 square foot place at the club. Nobody. Yeah, and he was the hardline owner. Uh, contractors are about to install the electrical system and his airness could be landing at the $8 million homestead by the end of 2012. 
uh thing is some people aren't looking forward to it i don't know which is worse the source said the half-smoked cigars in the grass or the fact that he rarely plays without a posse <laughs> so so oak be out wow. there and shit oh you know <laughs> yeah it ain't he don't want people rolling up on him. I'm trying to imagine Oakley at the golf course. Not that I don't think he plays I golf. I bet you probably wear fucking tennis shoes and boots, I'm just wondering. Ugg boots out there on the grass. <laughs> like, what is uh, golf? Stump a nigga. Come over here if you want to. By the way, in, in this picture of him playing golf, he's wearing camouflage cargo pants. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I really don't like this dude, man. <laughs> That's that nigga, yo. <laughs> I really don't like Michael Jordan at all. Cheese eyes, dog. <laughs> man on oh, hot fire starter when they do the kingfish voice for that dude man i die every time man um let's see i see him out there with 10 people and they were hooting and hollering the point of living in this place is that it's quiet the residents are seething but there isn't much they can do about it of course not said sd portnoy sounds like a rich name uh jordan spokeswoman I'm I'm sure that's one man's opinion. Michael is a true gentleman. He is looking forward to being a resident of the Bears Club and abiding by the rules. Tell the residents not to worry. Or he will send Oakley after they ass. Of course. All right, got two more stories. The la- This one is the worst. I've never oh. had to deal with this type of insecurity, but maybe somebody going through this kind of shit knows. But um, this dude <clears throat> died. Because he went to a pumping party. You guys know what a pumping party is? It sounds no. very homoerotic. No. Yeah, hey. I know what it is. That's that's the night before crossing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the last initiation. Oh, I'm about to say, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> this, this is not going to go over well. Nope. A fake doctor injected a man's penis with silicone, <gasps> killing him. That's mm. right. And if you can look in the chat, you'll see a picture of the doctor. I would not let that thing touch my penis for oh, any amount of money. That's the doctor? Mm-hmm. Where's it at? Oh, uh, I'm going to put it in Skype for you, dog. This, yeah, I see this shit. Dog, yeah. I, wouldn't let the thing, I wouldn't let this thing touch my penis skin to skin, not a let alone with a fucking needle and drugs in it. It's crazy. These fraternities take stump the yard too far. <laughs> Justin Street visited Cassia Rivera, 34. Oh, Jesus, man. <laughs> <laughs> now you see what we're talking about. That shit looks here. like a drag queen impersonating um, uh, wow. Tina Turner. Uh, it looked like Shaka Khan had sex with the Lion King, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, Justin Street visited Cassia Rivera. Well, yeah, you know, I can kind of understand, man. Justin Street probably felt bad after he got paralyzed in Friday Night Lights. So, he was insecure. He's only 22? Yeah. At her home in New Jersey, because you know, that's where everyone goes to get the penis enhancements. Not to the doctor's office. So, she go, he went to her home in New Jersey for penis enhancement procedure on May 5th. But just a day after attending the so-called pumping party, the 22-year-old was dead. Street suffered a clot to the lungs and died, a medical examiner determined. Damn. He, he died of silicone embolism. His death was ruled a homicide following an investigation, and Rivera has now been charged with manslaughter. Silicone symbolism. That ain't no Embolism. joke. Embolism, Karen. <laughs> Embolism. <laughs> symbolism. It was symbolic, that, though. That, that sounded like a Buster Rhymes flow all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Symbol- silicone symbolism. Dangerous. Symbol- silicone symbolism. Catch a quarter behind your ear. 
um she also faced charges involving unauthorized practice of medicine she's arrested friday held on seventy five thousand dollars bail silicone injections are increasingly used to enlarge body parts such as the buttocks not the penis right um apparently the penis too for this nigga the only cosmetic used for non-encapsulated medical silicone approved by the fda is botox for use around the eyes but black marketing illegal use by untrained practitioners continues as a quick fix budget alternative to cosmetic surgery. Doctors say the slow economy has also fueled the trade. While side effects are thought to be relatively rare, in some cases, silicone will migrate through the bloodstream, resulting in potentially fatal clot uh, in the heart, or brains, or lungs. And, and maybe this is just me. Everything can't be fucking Walmart prices. You don't go Walmart price on shit that will affect you. Yeah. Just go on yeah. to the doctor and pay full price. Like that's like going that's like using a coupon for LASIK or some shit, you know? Yeah. Like how can you feel comfortable? I'm not saying you wouldn't, but I'm saying, you know, part of you gonna be like can't oh, see because LASIK it, is some shit everybody gets. Yeah, Put no some shit in your dick, you shouldn't be doing <laughs> it in the first place. Fuck going low budget. What the fuck is you doing? Were you putting concrete in your dick? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to break these women walls down? Yeah, the Damn. concrete stay hard. Like, come on now. Hey, I'll say it though. Um, I'll say it like if you told me I went to discount LASIK and only one hour works right, I'd be like, yeah, you know, right. you and, you and, don't want to skim on the on the eyes, dog. You and, don't want to skim on the dick. You and, don't want certain yeah, shit. You yeah, just don't look for that sale. Oh, Laquisha got that shit for ten. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't do the bootleg man for ass implants, and, dog. And, and and I guess my thing is that I understand, you know, with with uh. Dude, a lot of dudes are intimidated. They watch porn, and you know they—it's unrealistic the sex they have. You don't, your dick don't stay hard the whole time. I've had sex before, and the thing is that you have to be realistic. What, what are you gonna do? You're gonna hammer her to death. Well, ain't nobody gonna fuck that. <laughs> I just who like if you're really watching porn, being like this is how it's gotta be. You Something already fucked up. With you. Porn is not realistic by itself. No, like it's I've never not. been, I've never been fucking my babysitter, and then my wife came in, caught me, and joined in. It's just. <laughs> I think I think you're setting the bar a little high, fellas. Yes, you are. Exactly. You just reminded me of one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. One of one of them dudes on SOHH made a thread talking about niggas. It's okay. Don't worry about your dick game. Don't worry about giving these women more than ten minutes. And that chick STL came in there and said, "You old James Ingram ass nigga. I'm my best, for my best, my best, wasn't good enough." <laughs> Yo, Aww. hey, hey, Trill, you auto tuning right now, but that made that shit better. <laughs> like I'm not, even, like I'm not even mad. That shit came out fly, man. <laughs> that shit gonna sound good on the replay when you hear it, man. Yeah. And on top of that, I just want to say, like, I think another charge should be added in too. Like maybe dick slaughter, because like, <laughs> as discussed on the show, is like his own separate person. That's so, right. I, yo, that, that yo, Ty, I, I talked about this with Chris, man. Yo, your dick is an asshole, man. You cannot, if your dick was a person, it would be one of your least, that would not be your friend. It's one of your least favorite friends, dog. Yeah, but your dick like, always wants to do the dumb shit. I would Yo, hate you to see know that's go. a fake beauty mark, too, dog. Mm-hmm. She got that, you know she put that in herself with one of them motherfucking contraptions. She's not she, sure that's a woman. I'm not sure it's a woman. That looks like, like a flat man. That like, like her, 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 her she got a little, little shadow around them lips, dog, that could be a stash you know what i'm saying you know what rod if you took the the, the wig off that that's how i kind of think mel looks oh damn <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't think I don't think Mel listens to this though. So I don't think he I don't think he likes me like that. Yeah, man. Look, like, <laughs> so it's everybody all right. can't have a penis like Ty Diamond, but it's okay. I can't have second. <laughs> <laughs> um, a top recruit. Oh, this is the last last story, by the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, a top recruitment executive has been forced to quit his job after he mistakenly sent an expletive filled. Or expletive filled rejection email to four thousand people. Ooh, wow. yeah. What a hit reply all shit. I guess so. Gary Chaplin, who earned two hundred thousand euros per year at Ooh. Manchester firm Stark Brooks, received a mass mail inquiry from Manos Cat Some Paukas. I can't pronounce all that, but it must be foreign, right? Of course. But instead of replying to just him, he accidentally replied to the 4,000 employee leads, employment <gasps> leads that uh, Manos had uh, put on the on the email in the first place. So he replied all. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's, you got to pay, pay attention to that shit. The Sun reported that Mr. Chaplin was so insist by the email, he replied by telling the prospective employee to fuck off. <gasps> he told... Mr. Manos, I think I speak for all 4,000 people you have emailed when I say, thank you, CV. It's nice to know you are taking this seriously. What's CV? I don't know what CV means. Yeah, me neither. That must be a foreign slang. Mr. Chaplin added, please fuck off. You are too stupid to get a job, even in banking. He ended it. Yours, <laughs> yours hitting the delete button. Have a nice day. <laughs> oh. oh, But it didn't delete everybody else's. Uh, apparently, his reply sparked an uproar in the uh, recruitment industry with one recipient replying, this is appalling and displays an unbelievable degree of arrogance. Mr. Chaplin, who was in his 40s, recruited for firms such as Heinz, Kellogg's, and Bentley. Wow. Also Damn. made several personal digs at other recipients of the email and used the pseudonym Richard Vickers. So he was he was trying to cover his tracks here. Yeah. Uh, also, he didn't realize that there's another dude named Richard Vickers who actually does work in recruitment. So, wow, <laughs> Arnie, he picked a fake name and that shit was real, dog. Ah, <laughs> fuck your day up. So he was asked to resign. Uh, Mr. Chaplin, who was angry about being upsurped, uh, who worked for the firm for five years and lives in Cheshire, said, "I am mortified by what I did. It was a moment of idiocy." And okay. a moment of losing a 200,000 euro job. Yeah. Don't worry. He don't be talking like that in them offices, Trill. I'm now looking for a job just a few days before Christmas. If I could turn back the clock, I would. I would regret this forever. Nigga, you ain't going to find a job. <laughs> <laughs> he only going to regret that 200K, dog. Yes. <laughs> you, you know, he... <laughs> you know what he's really thinking is, I'm glad I didn't call him a sand nigger like I wanted. <laughs> glad i held back on that edit and on top of that baby i love you but if you ever come to me with this bullshit we might have to get divorced yeah i lost my job why oh uh, i replied all with some bullshit to everybody <laughs> yeah you know how i do well sometimes i'll send uh, like, really be broke and homeless because your ass want to be a fool no thank you <laughs> i also picked a pseudonym that's actually a real person and shit so we might get sued ah! for slander no. Gary went up. that shit as Trilly D. Williams. Yeah. I didn't even know, <laughs> didn't even know that that's a real nigga. Person. My bad. I said Trill Mazeroski, man, and came back to him. Uh, Gary went a bit overboard uh, 
with what he said about me, but I have thick skin. I was more concerned with what he said about the job seeker, as I think this creates a terrible impression of our industry. I would like people to know we are not all like Gary Chaplin. Well, obviously not. Most of you knew not to hit send. <laughs> all right. That's been it for uh, the Black Guy Tips. This is a long episode, man. I appreciate you guys for hanging in there with us, man. Uh, but, I did too. Oh, it was fun. I just enjoyed talking to y'all and shit, man. Me and, too. Uh, no doubt. Thank you, Rod and Karen, for having me on for real. No doubt, man. Go anytime. Uh, enjoy. Of course, people go to fill in the lanes. Uh, you can find them on Podomatic and iTunes. Join their Facebook group. Uh, so they keep a live discussion going. Um, and don't forget to follow Trill on Twitter. He's at Trill underscore Mazeroski. Um, don't even ask him how. Uh, don't forget to follow Ty Diamond at Ty Diamond, T-Y-E. And uh, check him out on his uh, podcast, Ty Diamond Presents, whatever the fuck he is presenting at the time, because he's going to be presenting a lot of shit. Yes. <laughs> Started with casual football talk. Did he call me to talk casually? Of course not, because fuck me. But that's fine. I'm not mad. Nah, we gotta get you on there. Nah, you're not gonna you're not gonna beat me and then Doctor Rain me into the frat. I stand on my own. <laughs> oh man. Well, I, well, I, well. presents. He killed him through his dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, me and Ty Diamond beat him crazy with our bad movies when we do rewatch Ratchet. We yeah, yeah, I'm sure you guys will be doing that. Um, and of course, you know, follow us. I'm at Roderick's Prime. I'm said that again. That is in D A T. And of course, you can find us at theblackouttips.com and iTunes. Leave us five star reviews. You know, we will read whatever you say about us on the air. As long as it's five stars, call the show 704-557-0186. Talk to us Saturday morning when we do our feedback show also you can email the show theblackouttips at gmail.com don't forget to like us on Facebook the group is going crazy it's over 2400 people right now thank you guys so thank you for people who keep telling motherfuckers to like us because it's working yes it is alright so uh, until next time oh yeah we're also sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions don't forget to get those box sets please do please do and free shipping until Monday if you buy that until shit until Monday after get Monday it. you fucked up Christmas if you don't get it by then you sure have alright so until next time love you you too mwah understand this man is the grand this the mighty credit niggas definitely get beheaded shredded left a bad and broken man choked your hand busted from the tussle with the mic which I ignite like a pyromaniac don't play me that's not recommended you're winning your girl lays me back and I attack the twat viciously got a twitch and she's a bitch to the dope fiend beat hope we meet in the next lifetime father's right I'm the nigga with the better rhymes hope think I'm adorable MCs think I'm horrible foolish mortal I got the flows to floor you and crush the earth's crust because I bust thunder rust. I'm breaking niggas down to dust. The rhyme's force are a force. You should have shout my praises. But I'm on no phrases. Hit you like exploding rays. Now, who put the West up on the map? Perhaps you should run laps. You whack with a stack of dumb rats. Thumbtacks mark your headquarters. You're dead when I slaughter. And now your head's leaking red water. You should have been a donor. I'm prone to bone you. Huh? Yo, she know I can flow because I show them. And now she's up on my shit. I'm slick. I rhyme quick. And I'm the shit, dick.
I irritate like hemorrhoids. You made the proper preparations. I 